This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piskoff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Rough ahead and I don't want to get a copyright strike So just remember what your old pal said You've got a friend in me What's up everybody? I'm back here It's another episode of the Pisk Off Podcast But guess what? You got tricked It's not a solo episode But I do ask as always How are you guys? You never ask, you never fucking answer But I'm going to ask somebody else I'm going to ask my fucking friend my one of my greatest friends in comedy he's fucking grinding all up and down new york new jersey he'll fucking go anywhere to sling some laughs this guy has a very very unique perspective uh and i say that because a lot of you not you guys who are listening but the other people that we interact with the fucking you know they don't want to fucking think with their mind this guy does his third eye is open i'm introducing my brother luke rothschild how are you luke I'm good. That's the best introduction I ever had. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much for pissed Goff. You're happy Goff today. I'm trying. I'm trying. We're, we're all trying to, to be better people on this. It's, it's been a journey. I still do get pissed. We got lots of shit to be pissed about. But uh, before we start, how can everybody find you if you want them to? Or do you want to stay off the grid? You can do that too. <laughs> oh, they can find me on Instagram, Luke R. Comedy. They can find me on Facebook, Luke Rothschild. And they can find... Uh, me on the street begging for change <laughs> and telling jokes everywhere bro so definitely give him a follow if you're not already doing that um yeah luke we got so how are you doing i usually ask the the listeners who are not here and jamie doesn't count because he's a little piece of shit who always messes up on the recordings but how are you luke how's everything going oh with me things are going okay i uh you know I, i'm getting by i'm trying to navigate this new world Kind of strange what's going on, you know, inflation. Oh, yeah. It's up, Yusef. It's up. <laughs> Everyone has no money except for the top. Dude, you know what's crazy is uh, I was listening to somebody talk about that. They literally said that the billionaire, the amount of people who were billionaires hasn't risen. It's actually all gone down. People have been downgraded to millionaires. You know, shame on them. You know, that sucks for them. Huh. But uh, But it is apparently hitting everybody. But definitely not everybody, because then there's certain people who are just getting wealthier and wealthier. So it is fucking, I don't know, I, I think that it's... There's a few billionaires just keeping money. Well, that's, yeah. So let's just say, keep the number simple, if there were 100 billionaires uh, in 2019, there's probably 75 now. But of those 75, some of them became trillionaires. Wow, someone someone became a trillionaire. I didn't even know that I was think, a thing. I thought, didn't Elon become a trillionaire, technically, right before he I, bought Twitter? If anybody, it would, it would be Elon, I'd imagine. And plus, there's also those Saudi ones that just don't... Bro, once you have a certain amount of money, you just oh, don't yeah. want to be known. You know what I mean? That's true. A lot of those Saudi guys have billions of oil money that we, we never hear about. Dude, I mean, besides the Saudi ones, Russia, Russians have it. I bet you in almost Chinese have it. Like in every country, they have fucking people who just have. Uh, you would never know 
unless like they they decided to take their fancy car and they have their security team around them. But like you just never know that how much money they have. Like they could literally buy your entire life, like everything you own, they can oh, yeah. buy that, and that wouldn't even dent their shit. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> and this shit's fake. I do respect the the underground rich folk more than like the the in your face guy. You know, like I. We, you've seen those guys in sweatpants and t-shirts that like you know have hundreds of like hundreds of millions of dollars but they oh. don't flash it yeah i'm trying to think of who who exactly but i've definitely like seen that like usually you see like actors like very you know people want to just be comfortable but i get what you mean like it's like i'm not i'm not trying to talk shit but yeah that andrew tate fucking flashiness shit i never liked that part like i get oh, uh yeah. it's nice to have nice things but then when other and 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 I don't want to sound like a piece of shit here because it's nice to fucking have nice things. And if you can earn nice things, you deserve to, to have those things. However, I don't want to be like, oh, you're showing off to other people. It should be a motivational thing. But some people fucking end up taking it personally. I don't know. True. Like, fuck, bro. Very true. Like, Steve will do it. I always talk to you about this shit off air. Uh, but that guy... He he makes a lot of money doing a lot of other bullshit between selling his merch. Um, his YouTube's demonetized, but then he was on Rumble. He does gambling oh, crypto shit. Scams. Yeah, crypto scams. Crypto scams. I'm sure he does, but regardless, he got he he donate on his videos, especially before he got his YouTube pulled, uh, and he's still doing it on Rumble. He would donate lots of money to people. Now, could it be fake? Absolutely. These days, that that's the thing about TikTok videos. Motherfuckers are either always have their phone out ready to catch something, or like you, like the timing is like kind of gets suspicious with some of these fucking videos. Oh yeah. But the way he, the reason I even brought it up is he literally just goes around just gives people lots of money. Like just people who who look like they actually could use it. And I was thinking about that yesterday. I went to the supermarket after work uh and I got a couple of groceries and there's this nice lady. Uh I I always see her. She's always in a fucking good mood even though she f- looks like she hates her job, but she doesn't hate it at least while I'm there. You know? And <laughs> I just fucking wish I could give her money. Like, I, I wish I could just... She told me she had... She was there from 2.30 in the afternoon until 2.30 in the morning. A fucking 12-hour shift. She means she's also doing that overnight shit. Just ringing up groceries? Just bagging them? Until they close, and then she's probably restocking the oh shelves and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, if I... Like, dude, if I gave her $1,000, that could probably change her month at least. I don't have a thousand dollars to just give people like that. <laughs> you never know, though. It, it seems like the worst people, the people that are worst with money, are the ones that, that don't have it. You know, because once they have it, they once they get it, they have no idea how to manage it or what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to to keep speaking about him, but Steve literally learned that the hard way. Uh, he gave a homeless person like ten thousand uh, dollars so they can get a hotel room. And then they're like, yo, this should be able to cover your your room uh, for like six months or so until you get on your feet and you get a job. And the guy, <laughs> the guy ended up just buying a lot of drugs and blowing it all within a month. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ten thousand dollars on drugs it goes a lot shorter than than a hotel room. That's yeah, but you know he learned that he, lesson. He videotapes those. He he like videotapes giving money to people. That's his thing. Well, I think yeah, that's I part of it. Guy. It's gonna, it'll always, it, it's always the the part that I call the heartwarming part of the video. He'll do like a little prank thing here and there. He'll do some donating shit. He'll he'll fuck with his uh, some of his uh, video producers and shit. But 
But yeah, he does like to just give people right. shit. Like he'll just walk around. He gives people shit. Like when they did Donald Trump, when uh, the Nelk Boys all had Donald Trump on the podcast, he gave Donald Trump a presidential Rolex. Like, oh really? <laughs> Donald Trump was on the show. Oh dude, yeah, dude, they get they're wow. fucking connected. Like between Dana, they got somehow they got a Dana White connection, and through really? Dana White, they met Donald Trump. Uh, they got to meet. I don't know if this is through Dana White, but they also met like Andrew Tate. They fucking had uh, Elon Musk on. Uh, they fuck. They had. I don't know if they had Neil. Uh, it doesn't matter. Neil deGrasse, Neil DeShiel Tyson. <laughs> Did you watch any? Uh, of the, do you know anything about like he's been doing his run for his book and just shilling out misinformation left and right? Have you heard any of this? I'm doing too much talking. So I'm, trying, I'm trying to get you to talk a little. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. I I, I I haven't heard of that. I know he he does his like you know he goes around doing his podcast stuff, telling everyone that the world is round. But <laughs> I don't know what else he does. Dude, that's crazy. Yo, like gravity exists. We don't know why, but it exists, and you're stupid if you don't think so. Yeah, Jamie. Actually, while we're while we're doing this, open up, um, open up and link. Let's look up. Uh, are the icebergs melting? Are you don't know how to spell iceberg? Ice caps melting. Hit there it is. Click on that. <laughs> okay. I like this little thing you got with your assistant. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, and you know what? I can't find. Uh, I can't find it right away. Fuck. I heard. I, a, what I know about the icebergs melting oh, is I heard is. that once. I found it. Go ahead. So, say say your point. I'm sorry. No, I, I saw a story a while back that one side is melting, but the other side is actually gaining ice. You and nailed they it. Won't talk about it. You nailed it. So that was exactly it. That that it, you you fucking nailed it. One, I think it's like the North Pole is shrinking, but the South Pole is growing, or, or vice versa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So there. So you know, right? And bro, flat Earth. I don't I don't know what the fuck to believe. I'm not going to say I know for a fact because I don't know either way for a fact. However, like I've told you and I maybe even told these motherfuckers on the podcast that listen my my, my people, my golf fights. Why it maybe I wait. Isn't Antarctica the one on the, the center of all oh, the wow. maps? But they have it on the center, don't they or no? They have Antarctica. The Arctic. Ant Antarctica is on the bottom of your map and it's like centered there on the flat earth map right oh on the on the flat earth map if you look at one of those crazy maps it's all around the edge it's like a wall around the edge that's what they call it and then what's in the center then the north pole because usually it looks the like you're looking the down north on the pole. earth yep right like yeah that, okay now the reason and it's yeah go ahead no, no, the, the, I think one of the big arguments for that is that it would make more sense that compasses work if the, if the Earth looked like that, because it would always be pointing to north. But when, once you get a ball involved, it's kind of it's strange that it would always point to north, you know, if you think about, like, magnetic north. I, if you're, I, I can see if you're both. in Australia. Yeah. Right? If you're in Australia and you have a compass... It should be Which pulling you to point? the. It should pull it's... you to the South Pole, because that should be the greater pole. But I think only the North is magnetic. And again, I'm trying to remember from fucking. That's what they say. Right. Some guys put magnets in the North, and you forgot to put them in the South. So it's just a, it's a strange it's a strange theory. 
You don't have to get into it. It'll make me sound insane on your podcast. No, we don't have to do that either. Um, but here was my point is, didn't I remember reading something about in Greenland, which is more towards the north, that there was like some shady shit happening up there. They have tunnel underground tunnels and shit and underground city that they can get to the North Pole. And at that time, I used to always confuse the North Pole and the South Pole uh, or pretty much think that the North Pole is Antarctica. So literally, like I just said, <laughs> how do you do that? Because <laughs> I'm just lazy. I don't want to look it up. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jamie was off that day or something. He's fucking not his fingers. He's so little. He doesn't know how to type very well. He was five when I got him, and we're two years into the podcast, so he should be about seven. Gotcha. So you're just hoarding a seven-year-old. I mean, he's pretty good with computers for a seven-year-old, then. I give him credit. I mean, he's not the worst, but he's not. the Like, he I had to, He knew how to read, at least. So, like, it was good. Like, I guess he must, they, they teach you how to read when the Wayfair sends the children in the box. But they don't take the children back, by the way. That's why I still have them. I'm not hoarding yeah. them. They didn't want him back. They took the desk back, but they said, no, 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 the child is yours. No returns on the child. They deny ever sending him. That's, now you know. You know why? Because Jeff Nothing ever happened with involved. that, did it? No. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's why. It was one of those stories where there was like a bigger news story that came around at the time. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how Andrew Tate is, is a big news story now and like all these other things are just going by the wayside. Like no one cares that eggs are $20 a carton. But this guy was pimping out women online and he's the the center of attention dude you know what's crazy about that egg thing is everybody tries to exact egg we're not going to do that that was a pun exaggerate though <laughs> uh no pun intended people are trying to exaggerate the prices of eggs when everybody buys for the most part normal eggs the motherfuckers that are complaining about the price of eggs aren't the people who are buying organic eggs at least from what I hear. I don't know anybody who really eats it. Or my, my brother does, but he lives upstate New York uh, when he's not, you know, working for the CIA. And, and, like, oh, he buys them from like a neighbor. Yeah. And he gets like 18 eggs and they're like, they're brown and then they're fucking so flavorful. Uh, and, and like the yolk is fucking orange as fuck. And these eggs are like $4 for 18. All right. Buy me. It costs fucking, let me look, I have the receipt right here, I actually just bought eggs, and I wanted to keep this because fucking everything went up, where's the eggs, 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 $5.79 for a dozen, now definitely dozen. was, now it was, yeah, so I'm paying more for a dozen eggs, but also like if I wanted the organic bullshit, which I don't fucking believe them. I would be paying what, uh, $7, $8, $9, and then I get, oh yeah, $9. $9 for a carton of eggs, bro. It's so expensive. You motherfuckers don't eat eggs. The organic fucking healthy people. They don't even like egg, right? Don't they like fucking... No, uh, no that's true. They like processed fucking oils and vegetables. Kale and shit. Yeah, I, that's that's a good point. But, I mean, eggs are versatile because they're in so many things. Yeah, like, you even if you don't it. eat eggs, you still eat eggs. Well, that was... All right, so with the article that we had, let me write this. It's kind of number one just so I keep an idea of what we do talk about. Um, so, yeah, the egg prices, apparently they're up because of an avian flu that happened. I, I don't know if you, you didn't click on the article, but I did. Uh, but even if you did, it, it said, guess what? It said avian flu that started on, guess what date? January 6th. I didn't give you time to guess. I'm sorry. I'm used to doing this solo. <laughs> <laughs> January. Really? Yeah, they, 
the insurrection date. They just so happened to have egg. Why don't we know about an that? avian flu? It's just wild. Jesus. I I don't know. I feel like things are connected for a reason. Like, did they actually fifty six million birds? Yeah, that are infected. I'm apparently. just looking at it now. That's insane. But then if you look down, here's what doesn't make sense. It said that only 5% of those birds are the egg-laying kind that got the avian flu. So if only 5% of them are down, I think this is one of those, oh, you know, after the pandemic, we could just blame any reason to raise prices for shit and just say, it's oh, it's inflation yeah. or it's this or it's that. Like, And Bill Gates is buying all, like, he owns half the farmland now, you know, so he can almost, if you own half of, a, of an entire... Um, like half of and anything, you know, if you own half of the egg manufacturing plants, you can pretty much dictate the price. You know, any industry that you own half of, they you have a, a you have a monopoly pretty right. much. And and that's the wild thing is I'm glad you you nailed that or brought in the Bill Gates thing is, uh, Bill Gates owns a large amount of farmland. And he grows a lot of potato and I think beef and his number one buyer is McDonald's. And and oh, McDonald's sure. is also the, the number one, big, the biggest purchaser of beef, potatoes. I think it's paper and plastic in, in America. Hmm. They and f- they don't care. They can get the least quality because no, they don't care. You know, they their food renders it. It's not, you know, a, a potato to them. Ends up not looking like a potato in the in the end, so it doesn't really matter the quality. Well, there it's quantity over quality, you know. If yeah. yeah, if you have a couple bad potatoes, that will translate to maybe what one or two French fries that that don't taste so good. You know what I mean? And you'll just eat around uh, it with exactly. the, the nine other or the, more than nine French fries. You know what I mean, though? <laughs> no, I do. I do. But it's, that's it's a. Uh, you know what's crazy is that there was a story, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but there was a story about how yeah. until the McDonald's CEO went, like, or one of the people tie up at McDonald's went to the factory and saw that there was, like, a sick and dying cow, like, a very, like, noticeably sick cow, and they were like, yeah, but we just throw it in with all the other meat, you know? It's not that bad. He was like, well, no. <laughs> you have to have good meat here, dude. You can't just throw a sick cow in with all the other healthy cows just because they all get ground up and go to the same place. No, you're not trying to kill everybody. But I mean, I, don't... I mean, that's that's. Yeah, go ahead. It, the, the weird, the crazy thing to me is that, like, to go back to the Gates thing, like that didn't happen until after, like, during coronavirus when everyone was inside, he was busy, uh, you know, checking out properties and buying them. Like that was, it all happened during COVID. That's kind of strange to me. Well, it's. I would say it's. Um... Let's go into, we can go into fantasy land here. And in fantasy land, you know, hypothetical land, actually. We'll call it hypothetical land. Well, hypothetically speaking, um, if I knew of a, an upcoming uh, epidemic and I also had control of Microsoft NPC, MSNPC, uh, to, to spray my message around, um, and I also wanted to buy up a lot of farmland, restricting people's access to make it harder for the farmers to keep on going, uh, so then they would be more willing to sell their land. That would that would make sense. That would be that. I I could see that as a, a good business model to get a loan out from a bank. So what, here's what I'll tell the banker in hypothetical land because we're we're still here. Um, and you can even be the banker if you like. Um, yeah, I'm here for a loan, and uh, here's my plan. Um, I'm going to 
fund a lab in China to release a virus that's not actually very deadly unless we fuck things up and put people on ventilators. Uh, then we're gonna. I'm gonna also have a lot of money tied in with a lot of pharmaceutical companies, so we can make a little extra kickback from that. You know what I mean? And at the same time, what I'm gonna do is uh, we're gonna lock down a lot of people so that their businesses struggle, and then we're gonna buy them out at a cheaper price than paying full price because that's not smart economically. So, uh, Mr. Rothschild, can I get a loan for ninety billion? I mean, you nailed it. That's what happened. I mean, that's exactly what happened. So I'm guessing I got a proof of this loan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you, you stole. stole <laughs> the man with a billion dollars. It's like, yeah, yo, no, I'm going to uh, turn this one into 90. Trust me. <laughs> oh, God. He's, uh, but they don't see it. World we live in. That's the crazy thing. They don't Who's see it. Like, Who's they? Just the regular people? Yeah. The non-pissed off listeners? But, right. I mean, they can, they can, everybody can wake up eventually, right? The, the sad thing, though, is, is the hypocrisy. Like, people don't want to fucking even acknowledge the hypocrisy, I've noticed. Uh, mainly with, like, the, the Biden and the Trump documents, if you want to even talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, like, just... And that just makes the mainstream media look horrible, you know. Like the fact that they were they were grailing Trump for for months, maybe a year, about these documents that he had stolen and and you know hidden in his in his estate. Yet Biden is doing the same thing. But but the funny thing is, but Biden's uh, those documents were locked up with my Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes it safer, I guess. The Corvette won't get; they'll steal the Corvette, not the documents. Clearly, if you go and yeah, if, if you're a spy, if you're a spy, or you're a thief, and you break in, the more valuable thing is clearly the Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> not America's secrets. No, 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 dude. You can't. All written down, dude. Who do you? Who do you? China, right? Let's just say China, and and I'm saying this because obviously China is uh, the biggest country in the world, and now I respect China. Fuck Taiwan. Um, I'm kidding, Taiwan. I still love you, but I don't recognize you when I'm talking to China. So China, I'm talking to you now. Uh, Luke and I are. We're we're appealing to you, China, grand people of China. Which one would you prefer? Would you prefer just some silly fucking documents that you probably already have because you know all the kids in in these fucking in uh, Washington probably or all the the adults in Washington have kids who are on TikTok, so they're already stealing the information, or actually the the Corvette that Biden drove. I think they want the Corvette. Let's be real, Luke. I mean, I personally would take the Corvette Same. and jet off with the documents. No, but no, you could only take I, one. Uh, you could take we're, one? We're honest thieves here. <laughs> <laughs> if you take See, both I, things, I, he's going to notice something is missing. I would like to know the secrets, but I also don't want to be a, a traitor and, you know, exiled to Russia like Edward Snowden was. Egg. See, I didn't even think about that, bro. Just be a car thief. That that's not so yeah, bad. Yeah, petty car thief. No. And then again, you could probably sell it's that. Some... Like look, a Corvette can't. Let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar Corvette because it's rare and old. I bet you in China you can get at least a million. It was driven by Joe Biden. Oh yeah. I bet you. I <laughs> bet you Hunter did crack in that car. With a hooker, <laughs> there's a you know there's a burns on the on the uh, passenger seat. 
that's probably right. The rear, the oh, that's good. The little visor thing that has a little mirror that actually unclips on that car and has coke lines already on it. So, <laughs> uh, I see the the weird thing I don't get is if he's like as much of a lunatic slash like dementia as people think he is, like do, why do they do they let him drive, or is that thing just there for show? Uh, both. I think like he's allowed okay. to drive. Like I remember early on in his uh, presidential campaign, he was doing a thing where he was driving one of those electrical vehicles. Uh, it was like a truck, and it might have even been the Bronco. And if you look at the video, there's actually somebody in the passenger side who also has a steering wheel and is probably actually driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? I, Why I, isn't that the news? <laughs> well, you know, they don't want that to happen. We got to keep democracy oh. going, dude. Wow, that's hilarious. So it's like one of those uh, car school, like, you know, when you go to car school and exactly. they have that, or they have a break in the passenger side. Or most likely what it is, is it's actually just uh, a car that's made for like Britain where it's on the other side. It's on the, the like the, the right and to the left. And then they just put a yeah. fake steering wheel so Biden can, like like you do for the kids. Because <laughs> apparently, if you watch the video, here's how they, they know that he wasn't actually controlling. is As he's driving, he, like, makes a sharp, like, or as, like, he, he uh, the car accelerates. his I guess he moves to, like, to the left or whatever, and the car goes straight, though. So it's like, well, really? you're clearly not driving the car. If, if you shifted the wheel that much and the, and the car drove straight, then that's either a defective car or you're not driving. But he's yeah. not driving anything. You think yeah. he's running the country? No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he is the face of the country. But the is it too crazy to bring up here the fact that I I personally believe that there's more than one? That's dude. First of all, please feel free to bring up anything you want to bring up. Okay. If I don't like it, I will have Jamie edit it out. But no, that is dude, not too I, crazy. That's perfectly on I, brand. I don't know how off the rails you want to go. Yeah, no, I mean, if you just, if you look at him, you know, like there's pictures of him with his earlobes attached, with his earlobes floppy. There's, he just like, the way he aged from the Obama presidency to now, it's not natural, you know, he doesn't. It looks like it, two different people. And Trump said this thing, like, that I, I'll, I won't forget. He said, uh, it, like, he said he talks different, he looks different. It's like there's two Joe Biden. You know, and he said that, and I, I, I think he meant that literally. Well, I believe that. I think that was during the debates. I, I'd have to look that up, but, but regardless, I believe, and that's what I always tell everybody in the podcast. If you don't like what I say, you want to disprove, look it up. I'll make a correction next week. I'd be happy to. But you're right, dude. Dude, there's pictures of him before the whole Obama thing, and like when he's in government talking basically bad about like black people are bad, the predators. They're super predators, and like he does look and sound different. And then, like that looks like he looks older then than he does now. But then he also, like cognitively, like if they made a clone, the clone's brain aged way more accelerated than the actual Biden aged. Like, <laughs> if that makes sense, because yeah, no, that makes that makes sense, yeah. And clearly, you know, like I could be just fucking around. Uh, he's he clearly does have some kind of a mental impairment of some kind or whether it's as little as dyslexia like i have and i fuck up my jokes all the time because of it i can see that he has a little bit of dyslexia maybe a little dementia here 
a, a touch of fucking fall, a narcolepsy because it just fucking falls asleep on you? It's just sad. When I was a kid, like we, we were under the impression that the best of the best was the president, you know? And did, like now did, it's like, it. yeah, keep going. Sorry. Some guy's grandfather, you know, he's like, he's the same cognitive ability as my grandfather when he was in the nursing home. But like, it's just like, it's, you're younger than me. It's a weird world. Yeah. You're a little bit younger than me, but like, I remember actually also wanting to like having a dream of, yeah, I could be president one day. Not like, oh, it's a super attainable job. I can do it or I can get that. It was like, if I work hard and I be the best American, I can be president. And then you realize it's actually, excuse me, it's actually the opposite. (laughs) It's like, if I can be the worst person ever, I can be the president. Yeah. And join if I join a secret society in college at Yale, then I have a chance. Other than that, well, you really don't have a chance. I mean, honestly, dude, networking is is where it's fucking at. I mean, as as shitty as it is, they're using it for negativity. But I get why people join the Illuminati or even the Freemasons, which is like the more publicly one. It's like you're doing it to network with other fucking people who are similarly like. Even if, from what I hear from the Freemasons, you just have to ask one to join one. But but before they used to just want to select like the richest people so they can help. Oh, I own a bank and you own the the media company. So if I need a loan and if you want to cover up a story, we have these connections. And I'm a doctor, so if anybody needs medical help, I, I got all these connections. And and that's what is that, that's like the Joe Rogan effect. Like Joe Rogan loved Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir mentioned certain comics in New York. Then they end up on on his podcast, and now bam, through the network of Joe Rogan, they're they're set. Mark Norman, you can't. He's almost at theater level now. Like he can't do comedy clubs because he just sells them out so quickly that people can't get tickets. Like yeah, he's he's big. Him and um, Shane, what's the other guy's name? Shane Gillis. Shane, yeah, oh Shane my gosh, Gillis is very big. And you're, is, is that all it was? It was it was started with like just a mention. I mean that obviously no it was hard work too right like mark norman shane gillis they put in the hard work right and then they made good content and i remember the way shane gillis got on the radar was that one the trump speed dating which hilarious fucking video and if you haven't seen it i'm gonna fucking send it to you after this but trump um but rogan ended up talking about it and i don't know if like somebody mentioned it to him that was also a friend of gillis but that's kind of how it worked. Like a friend is going to mention that you do something well in front of the right person. They're going to like it. And then maybe eventually you start rubbing elbows with these people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. It's, it, it is the way to, to make it. And I guess if you're, if you're rich and powerful, you try to surround yourself with more rich and powerful people. But that, and but, they, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, they have an affinity for like secret societies and weird shit and, and rituals. But who am I to judge? All right, I'm going to, because I like I like to do this myself on my own podcast. I play both sides, right? But I have you on one side saying that, so I'm going to do the other. Well, what? Look, I get, how about this, right? Look, I, I'm, I'm George Bush Sr., and my fucking kid, he's an idiot, but, you know, he, he but people like talking to him. They like hearing him talk. You know, ah, oh, fuck, I got to, I'll pay some people, let him get into Yale, we'll put him in the secret society, they'll do some embarrassing shit to him so they have some, some blackmail on him, because that's how it works when you're at the high levels, you have to have blackmail on each other, you don't just do things because you love people. Uh, Absolutely. And, and yeah, you know, yeah, we, we have a, by the way, Bush, we're going to make you president, Junior. 
But don't forget, we have that picture of you jerking off inside that coffin and coming on your belly, and then we tell you you have to lick it, and you actually <laughs> licked it before we told you it was a joke. We got it all on film. <laughs> it's like, but I thought you guys yeah, said. Some... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna go deeper in there <laughs> no. for no reason. <laughs> I like that. I wish I wish I didn't cut you off. Now you should have went deeper. <laughs> I was just thinking of that Hillary Clinton video. They said they found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Oh, the frazzle drip. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. They, that's that's some damning stuff. Well, I mean, if it's even it's true. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. It's that's so. Here's the crazy thing: is is Jeffrey Epstein, his list of people is known, apparently, or there was also, like, right around the time, like you were saying, the Andrew Tate thing is probably a cover-up. They're accusing him of doing something, so that way the headlines go towards the most Googled person and then sex trafficking versus the actual people who have been doing sex trafficking. This is just my theory, right? And and honestly, it just sounds very, very plausible, very believable, that if you wanted to cover up anybody who was involved and their name was released in with regard to sex trafficking, the easiest way to cover it up is to have 99 other articles about Andrew Tate pop up before yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, with the Epstein thing, I always figured that he was uh, less of a, of a pedophile and more of like a, a honeypot set by some government. And I, I won't name any governments because I don't want to be a, a, a right, racist. Right. No, but I, um, I get it but, exactly. So, what you mean. So he was he was funded by some some government. Imagine you like, can name you know, Monaco. Say Bill Gates. Just anytime you want to name a there government, go. name Monaco because it's one of the smallest countries, so they can go fuck themselves. I really don't give a <laughs> fuck about that. But we don't fuck with the big countries. You're not anymore. getting sued by Monaco. Nah, no, no, definitely. You get the ADL on your ass. They got like nine thousand people, dude. I think I have that many people in Parsippany. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where Monaco is. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. But you were saying that, like, yeah, some government probably used him for honeypotting it, so I can get you back on track. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, it's some exactly. He was being used for that, and then I imagine like a Bill Gates character, someone like that, Prince Andrew, one of the somebody really powerful, was like they realized that it was he wasn't their friend, you know, and he had they realized he had videos of them, you know, doing crazy acts to crazy aged people, right. and then from there, I imagine that they figured out how to get all this bad press on him. Like, I don't think, because it, it just happened out of nowhere after, like, what, 20 years from operating this. Uh, so why so out of the blue, you know? It's just kind of, it's kind of strange. It's like, it's like when we were saying before, like, they either it was a big story to run while something else big was happening in the background, or... Um, you know, or some guy that that was rich and powerful that that got sucked into his ploy, realized it, and, and decided to take him down. I because I, there's no other explanation to me as to why it would just happen randomly like that. Well, I think they were. I think yeah. I don't know why, why it did happen. It did look. I'm happy it happened, but it did seem kind of rant. I think oh, somebody wrote a story about it. I think, and then the, it was hushed up. And then other people found out about it and started speaking up about it until it couldn't kind of stay hushed up, I think. And I might be wrong. That's right. But here, here was the other thing that um, apparently there was, and this is, again, the reason I mentioned it is like right around the Andrew Tate thing is um, somebody, one of the Epstein victims said that she has videos of like high level politicians engaging in acts with minors. And she yeah. didn't name anybody. 
And she said that she has these videos stashed throughout Europe. She didn't say it like a dead man switch where, like, if anything happens to me, they're going to automatically be released. Uh, she's, she almost said it like, hey, guys, um, I all your shit is, is scattered and safe in, in different locations and just kill me and then it's all over with. Because, hmm. like, why would you go public like that and not name people? If you're not naming people, it's for safety reasons, and that's understandable. But you're telling people that you have this shit. So if they know, they're going to fucking kill you anyway. It's just as bad as putting it all out there. But Because yeah. the shit doesn't come out. Exactly. Yes, exactly. It never even makes it. There's a lot of those uh, people just ending up dying, you know? The whole randomly. Seth Rich thing. Uh, it's random. Or just people dropping. That, that everybody knows has some dirt on somebody or the government. Oh, okay. So this can kind of bring it back. All right. So here is a theory that somebody sent me on Instagram. Um, it was a video about uh, a man talking about how he was talking to a bunch of children. He's like, uh, we're going to have our first female president within your lifetime, but it's not going to happen the way you think it is. It's not going to happen by us picking a woman. It's going to happen with uh, a president nominating a vice president who's a female and they're going to get sick or, or something's going to happen where they're removed and then the female is going to be promoted. And I think that's honestly going to happen with Biden, whether it's his mental health, his physical health, um, the, these documents, the involvement with his son, all this shit could get Kamala in there. However, I don't know why I did upspeak like that. Um, probably because she does that shit. I think they are doing that, but they, they're like, all right, but we'll put Kamala in. Right now, I think they have less than a year until the next election, right? Yeah. So it's like, ah, you got you get a year. Fucking, we'll have one year where we have a female president. We're not going to do four years like we did, or eight years like we did with Obama. Black. A fake black. So you think something's coming up soon? Barack Hussein Obama. Dude, somebody had a joke about that. That was hilarious. They were what like, they, they were like going through the presidents. They're like, yo, if people like look through the history books and like in the future, they're going to be like, oh, look at all this. We have uh, George Bush Sr. We have uh, uh, whatever. I forgot. Um, Bill Clinton, George Bush Jr., Barack Hussein Obama. And then Donald Trump. I was like, what the fuck was it? Wait, wait, go back. Who's uh, uh, Donald Trump? Uh, Joe Biden? Wait, 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 go back to who's that? Barack Hussein Obama right after 9-11? What? <laughs> <laughs> Like, did we get taken over? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, guys. Um, this is a little bit of technical difficulty. He's calling back, so we're going we're gonna to answer. It's live. Hold on. It's not connected yet. We are connected. You. You're back. All right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> the Barack I'm Hussein back. Obama. See, they, they don't technical like that. Technical difficulties. Whoever That's actually they hung us up. They said, no, this has to stop. Yeah, you guys are revealing too much information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, um, yeah, he was a weird choice, a very weird choice. And then there was that weird stuff coming out about, uh, it was, it's like a blimp on every, everyone sort of remembers it at this point, but no one really does because the guy was crazy. There's this guy who was like a lifelong criminal, they had a bad past, and then somehow met Obama. And did crack cocaine with him. Allegedly. And and gave him a blowjob, allegedly. Right, just and cover like, our bases, you know. And he, 
you know, he right like during the the running season, like months before the election, he came out and like did press conferences and shit. It's just strange that none of that ended up tarnishing, you know, Barack Obama, who already who already was like, you know, kind of it was. No one really thought he was going to win because of the whole 9/11 Muslim thing that was going on at the time, right after George Bush. But I guess, you know, the Democrats pushed him through and it worked. Dude, you know how, like, if you really take a step back and you look at this, this all is like a fucking, it's like this a shitty, like a weirdly written movie. Because think about that. What you just said. We, like, this guy, he's a junior senator. So he's not even, like, he doesn't really have the political experience, but he's a good enough talker that they, and he probably had enough connections that they're like, yeah, just fucking put him up there. We'll get him to win. And then... Donald Trump says he's not even American. Where's his birth certificate? And then that motherfucker becomes president uh, after. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Trump was the one that said that? Yeah, Trump was the one who started the whole fucking um, show me your your passport or your birth certificate. Wow. Huh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it is. It's like a crazy movie. It's like a really crazy movie. Well, if you really even look at it, like and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like then there's uh when Trump is is right before he runs, uh, this is right towards the end of Obama's presidency. They do a press dinner and he's there, and then Trump I guess roasts Obama and then he goes, uh, Donald's uh, is this 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 and this, but one thing you'll never be is president of the United States. And you can see Trump like, oh oh, you watch me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he took that as a challenge. Or it was all orchestrated. Because, like, just like in a scene from the movie, you you can see, like, then they would cut to him in the bathroom, like, punching the fucking hand dryer. Like, this motherfucker thinks I can't be president. I'm going to fucking be president. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be the most racist president. They're still going to fucking pick me. And he's like, are you going to actually be racist? No, they're just going to say that because I'm going to pay the media to talk shit about me. Because I'm always going to be on everybody's mind. It, that that would be the most genius thing that you could ever do is to pay for bad publicity. Oh, dude! Especially if it's not out. true. If it's not true and is easily disproved, for sure, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I watch a lot most of most of these. the things he said weren't that bad. Yeah, right. Or or is taken out of context. You know, like exactly. Joe Rogan saying the N word for nine minutes. It's not like he's like, guys, all right. Uh, for the next nine minutes of this podcast, I'm just gonna say the N word with the hard R. Just just for nine minutes straight. I'm trying to hit a new Guinness World Record. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because that, that video with the Rogan thing, that was out for years before it actually got a spotlight. It wasn't it wasn't until like some kind of famous person tweeted it out. Yep. Yeah, and then people the Rock... love jumping on bandwagons. They love they love it. Well, all right. So I was watching this uh, First Amendment audit video and the the guy on the video, he said something that I, I gotta start remembering. He goes. Oh, those are, are those the ones? Sorry to, to yeah, don't in, interrupt. Are those the ones where people like stand outside a post office with a camera? Yeah, and, anywhere and in public. People inside the post office just get scared and, and call then they the call cops the cops. And they have a run in. Yeah. Okay. And then the cops demand ID, and it's like, why? Well, you're suspicious, and like, well, suspicion's not a crime. It's like you're the you're the <laughs> you guys aren't the feeling enforcement. You're law enforcement. Tell me what law I broke. I love the lines. And uh, this is the one line that the guy said uh, in regards to his videos. He goes, yeah, man, I, I'm, I just do all these videos. If you like it, tell a friend. And if you hate it, tell everybody. <laughs> and it's like, he's going to get more plays, especially if they're hate watching. 
<laughs> and they're going to talk oh, shit yeah. in the comments, and that fucking fucks at the algorithm. So it was actually a genius point. It's like, if you like it, yeah, tell people that you think will like it. But if you hate it, tell everybody. Because, every, like you said, everybody likes to jump on that shit, bag, uh, shit on everybody bandwagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So where, where, are we going, where are we going with that? Because that's, that's an interesting like thing that popped up in the last couple of years is those people like looking for trouble with the cops. Oh, I mean, I, I just only brought it up because of the, the line about, like, if you like it, tell a friend, but if you hate it, tell everybody. But I, I like watching those oh, videos okay. just because, like, you... Well, all right. I started watching the videos because a lot of the times it's uh, it's it's like watching aggression without having to take part in it is entertaining. It's like why we like watching car accidents. It's like you like to wa- I like to watch people arguing with each other um, because then I don't have to argue <laughs> and I can still get that <laughs> fix without having to be involved. Uh, but then I started liking I keep watching them because like you learn shit and then you start seeing sometimes these fucking people get. Uh, their rights violated, their civil rights violated, and then if you get a lawyer involved, you're going to get fucking big settlements. Oh, yeah, that's true. It is a good way to get money. If they do anything wrong to you, they tase you out of nowhere. But also, the main thing is that this is for educating the police, and then the police end up in these towns that end up having a lot of them. The bad cops are getting known as the bad cops, and then the good cops are like, well, I'm not going to be seen while this fucking guy is recording everything supporting the bad cops so then they start having more of an incentive to be a good cop even if they were just a neutral cop if that makes sense because like dude a, a lot of these fucking like a lot of police officers that are good either they have to be good in silence and then they're kind of also partially bad because they have to back their brothers in blue but then the fucking yeah. the bad ones that that have especially before all the the cameras they were used to doing all the bad shit, and then they're like, I'm going to have your back if you ever fuck up, so you better always have my back, because I'm always going to fuck up, and I'm your superior. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the videos where it's like the like a cop pulling over another cop who's trashed, and you know, the, oh, I the guy those. who's trashed is like, oh, you're going to, you got me, right? Where, you know. Yeah, why don't you just, we have the back same in job. my day, <laughs> yeah, back in my day, you would have just drove me home. That's right. Exactly. That's one of the lines they love using. But I, I like it because it's I like to see people not abuse their power and actually, you know, well, do you, the right thing. The fucked up thing is, and I don't know if they're they're saying that just for show to the other people, but I watch those videos a lot because they'll just pop in. A lot of the times the cops are saying I would I, I can't do anything because I'm being recorded. Yeah, things are different now, you know, and it's it's not because anything with them changed it's that they have to wear a body camera. It's like I can be held accountable. Like, I, I understand the whole things are different now. If it was like right before DUI was a thing, like, I don't know what year it was, 70s, maybe, where people literally could have a beer in their car while they're driving. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then it that's still a thing in the South. Oh, yeah. I think in like Louisiana, you can get like drive through beverages. There's a few states, yeah, where you're allowed to have one. Or at least your passengers are. I'm not sure about the driver. Yeah, probably not the driver. Because, like, Arizona is one of those states where you think that they would do it, and then they they have actually a zero blood alcohol content while driving. Like, you you can't even have one sip on you if you're driving. Really? There's places like that where you, if, if you have one, any, any trace of it? Anything. You can't have anything and drive. You have to, you wow. have to get a ride some other way. Which honestly I mean makes kind of some sense, like. But then again, people are going to just drink 
the fucked up thing is, yeah, 0.08 is different for everybody, right? Let's say 0.08 is one drink uh, for me. And then after an hour, I'm going to be at 0.08. I think that's how it works. If I have one drink over an hour, I'll be at 0.08. But if yeah. if I have that, legally in New Jersey, I could drive. And if you have one drink over the course of an hour, you might stumble a little bit if you had absolutely nothing in your stomach. But then your blood alcohol content is probably going to be higher than 0.08. And so it does make sense as to like, okay, that's the limit where you might start fucking around. Like you might start paying attention too much to the music or, or something else and get distracted, but to give them zero. That is because I think Arizona is just corrupt as fuck. And they just try to lock up as many people as they can. Yeah. It's, it, it's probably a money thing at the end, but think of how many DUIs you can get or a safety thing. But now that you said the money thing, that seems like more the reason, the actual reason. I mean, yeah, they're they're gonna tout public safety until the cows come home with something like that. But it's probably, you know, a revenue thing at at heart, which is sad because most of this that's how most of it is. I think that we have a bad relationship with alcohol in this country, and that's what leads to all this crap. Because if you you know if you look at other countries, they don't even have harsh laws um, with blood alcohol content because the the, the way. The, the relationship with alcohol is much different. You know, people aren't drinking to get drunk. No. Well, not in other countries for the most part. But in America, especially around, which is the most fucked up thing, is uh, around the college time when your brain is, is really starting to formulate habits um, that could be good or bad is when people start to binge uh, binge drink. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's new and it's something they're allowed to do, and then they you know they go overboard with it. It, it. But if you're allowed to in high school, like that's you know that's like in Italy in high school you're allowed to, and then everyone gets it out of their system by the time they're they're ready for higher learning and, and real life. And, and that's how it should be. Yo, dude, you nailed it. Because like I know like the kids who uh, who are fucking around a little bit younger. I'm not going to say a lot of them have their life together or everything like that, but they definitely don't, they definitely don't, they're not all alcoholics. They're not like some of actually some of them became drug addicts and overdose, but that's <laughs> a different story. Um, but like for the most part, yeah, you're right. They kind of did get it out of their system. The best was like the kids who had parents who let them drink. And because they did so, the only time they would really rage is when they were out at a party. But even then they would do it like within reason. Like they're not getting yeah. blackout unless they were going. They know they're going to stay there or something like that. Like they have a yeah, place to sleep. I, it was such like a special thing to to taste a beer. Like when because I was never allowed to drink as a kid. But if I was, I can imagine like you would have just been like, oh yeah, that's beer. You know, it tastes like shit. I that, it, exactly, dude. If your dad just let you have a sip of his beer as a kid, you're like, yo, this is gross. Why the fuck do you guys drink it? And then you're like, he's like, exactly. And then just like, you know, if you didn't like broccoli, you're never going to eat broccoli again. You're probably not going to have beer. <laughs> exactly. Know? Like I, exactly. when I, uh, oh, I try to word this properly. When I was in college and I had, um, non-seltzers is what I call them. Non-coffee, non-seltzers, non-waters. I would, I didn't like the way they tasted. I hated it. But I like the feeling, and I think that's kind of uh, what we're all chasing at one point. Like, nobody's really enjoying the beverages for their flavors. In fact, for the most part, we're trying to mask the flavors. <laughs> I remember fucking yeah. doing everything you can. Like, oh, this one you can almost not taste anything at all, but get demolished. 
that's I mean yeah that's that's pretty much what they're doing that's why I, I the stuff I like the most is like the, the ciders and that's because it's masked with just tastes like apple juice which reminds me of being a child I but the drinking thing for me it's strange because I'm not a it, it doesn't affect me the same way it affects other people I have like one drink and I feel okay and then I have two drinks and I fall asleep you know there's no in between yeah I wish I wish that could be uh I mean, not that not uh, we don't want everybody just falling asleep, you know, uh, and being just too drink. But like that's just called moderation, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Because if I uh-huh. had more control uh, with myself, because like I do, I do a lot of shit, uh, shit extremely. Like you kind of have to, especially with comedy, you have to like kind of have to have at least a little bit of that to keep wanting to keep in these grind, especially when it sucks. Um, yeah. Like back when I would partake in those, when I would imbibe, I guess is a word. I, I don't know if. Oh, I think that's an that's an incriminating word. It doesn't matter. I used it. Um, yeah. If I just had one, I actually do feel good. But then my brain's like, okay, now keep this good feeling going by having one often. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and keep having one. You just finished your one. Have another one. Keep feeling good, dude. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I don't feel good at all. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> why did i do all uh, that at night it seemed like such a time, good idea too did you have that time everywhere i feel like everyone has this the first time they they just drink way too much and you're just in front of the toy they're like i'm never gonna drink again i swear god let me live i'll never drink again yep. but you drink again it not right away but you, but <laughs> no, you eventually it does take do. a while <laughs> And, and, you know, and whatever it was that you had, it usually like I can't do Fireball anymore, you know, or tequila. Yep, you you nailed it. I mean, I remember when I uh, I started smoking cigarettes. It was because this uh, shout out to Mehmet. Yeah, I think he's still alive. This old Turkish guy just didn't give a fuck if you had money and you wanted cigarettes, he'll give it to you. And he knew my mom, so a lot of the times I could just buy cigarettes, saying they're for my mom. And then I realized, uh, oh, you could just, I could just buy cigarettes that I want. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, if you have the <laughs> money, he'll just give it to you. And so, hey, you're not buying those golds for your mom anymore. What's going on with these? You uh, nailed Newports? it, dude. You <laughs> nailed it. It was actually Parliament menthols. Um, <laughs> there you go. And I remember it was prom weekend, and I had, I was a me at the time I was maybe like a five cigarette a day max smoker. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember on prom weekend, I had in two days, I had four packs of cigarettes and I came back home after that weekend and I was like, I'm never going to smoke again. And that lasted about two weeks. <laughs> wow. But I you uh, go two weeks without it. You I, I, I was pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just started having one every once in a while again, but I didn't pick up like the full habit right away. It's pretty yeah. terrible. I, yeah. But you don't like them anymore. You, you're on the vape stuff now. Yeah, and I'm kind of... I need to fucking... That shit, if we want to talk about a fucking conspiracy, dude, I'm convinced that the big tobacco said we're not getting enough of the young people to smoke because too many young people are saying, it's like, oh, for health reasons, they're not going to smoke cigarettes, even though they had me. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, what if we give them nicotine in a different way? Then we'll still sell. We can still extract the nicotine from the tobacco, so we can still keep all our fields. Uh, we could probably even sell this uh, shittier nicotine to other countries down the line, or the shittier tobacco to other countries since it has less nicotine. And 
we'll get them hooked on with these delicious flavors. We'll get the young, whether they, they did that or not. Maybe they were even just trying to get people my age who were not young kids, but, but people who were not smokers or were smokers, but maybe weren't smoking as much as they wanted. And then they got us fucking yeah. hooked onto this shit. The fucking amount of nicotine that's in these things, like in a jewel pot is supposed to be equivalent with a pack of cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, the fucking I pod. I go that, through one of those a day. Dude, you know But me, I cannot smoke a pack in a day. Exactly. You'll feel like shit if you throw if you smoke a pack in a day. Oh yeah, jeez. But, but then they 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 bump up the prices after like five ten years, and then, and it's they right last week. What what happened to me? Sorry to cut you off. No, no, do it. I was going I was going to buy jewels from the local uh, you know gas station. And I went there, and the guy rung it up, and it, for one pack, it was like thirty-five dollars after the New York Sin tax because the f- they had like a bunch of. And that's the four uh, pack, know, right? That's for four of them. So I, at that point, I was like, "Just give me a pack of Newports. Like, I'll, it's cheaper to smoke." And then, so I got, I got those, and but it took me that three cigarettes to realize I don't like these at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, but it's uh, but yeah. What's going to be like harder to giant kick? Ploy. Oh yeah, the, the one that you that makes one that you, you smell outdoors? that makes you smell that you have to go outside when it's raining or really hot or really cold just to try to get your fix, or the one that nobody really minds the smell. They don't like to see the cloud, but they don't mind the smell of it for the most part. And it's way more addicting and way harder to kick. And now, as you see, can be more expensive. Oh yeah, and it, it can be. It's. When I was in high school, like there was a select couple kids that would like hang out on the stairs near the, the edge of the school and like smoke cigarettes and get in trouble for it, you know. Yep. But there was like six in a giant school, and now like all you see, well, a couple like a year ago, all you would see is stories of like jewels in, in high school and people in the bathrooms doing them, and, like bands mm. everywhere. So it really added the amount of of nicotine addicts in this country. You're absolutely right. So I'm going to I'm going to keep, keep some sources uh, anonymous, but people will be able to figure it out um, because like, why am I talking to a high schooler? Obviously, somebody in my family, um, but they were telling me how the kids go to the bathrooms and they smoke their their nicotine vape and they smoke their their the carts because obviously it's marijuana is what they call it. That's how they differentiate the vape versus cart. And they'll smoke their carts in the lunch or in the bathroom uh, while school is going on. And it's because they could do that. You're right. Dude, I remember there was this one guy. This is before we knew what mental illness he had. So at the time, we just called him retarded. And <laughs> There's no better word for it. But yeah. that, that literally sums it up because he thought he was Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Cool Guy. But he was literally had just like his his parents definitely probably drank while he was in the womb or they dropped him or he had some he had something. He, he wasn't he's not retarded. 2022, 2023. He's retarded. In the year 2004. Okay. <laughs> I remember being a freshman and this guy was a senior. And he thought it was cool as fuck that he brought a joint to school and he was showing the freshmen. One of them probably ended up snitching on him or he ended up just getting caught. He he went to the bathroom. It wasn't even a bathroom with a window. And he smoked uh, the joint in there. Yeah, that's, that's asking for trouble. Your hot box in a bathroom. You're going to come out reeking of it. You think they're not going to figure it out? They call him <laughs> while he was doing it and ended up getting arrested. Oh, yeah, I bet. But these days, the kids are able to do that. 
and the scarier thing is uh, apparently they found out where the cameras are in the school and where they're not, and they have there's certain hallways that don't have cameras, and now they're uh, during their lunch period they get to eat lunch in the lunchroom and then they could wander around the school they're going and planning times where they have sex with each other in these hallways yeah allegedly wedding? allegedly really they're scheduling sexual like times with each other now i think i think because the the source is a freshman that they're hearing rumors and it's most likely just making out maybe some over the clothes touching. I really yeah. want that to be true. And then they're exaggerating it because they want to be like, yeah, no, no, we pr- she pretty much blew me. <laughs> yeah, it's, you never know. I feel like media has turned kids more, more deviant and, and sexualized them these days. Oh, that's bad phenomenon. I mean, that's the fucked up thing is they have so much access to the the information like how you're you're what six years younger than me i'm 32 i think you're like 28 29 yeah so you're not six years younger than me um or maybe i did that math right four years so in that four years though um you had the internet like the internet was widely available when i was in high school so that means that you probably had it either when you were a freshman in high school or maybe a little bit before that but still, oh, the internet was was I've been using that since I was you know. But like probably, high high speed internet at least, we'll talk. Oh about. yeah, yeah. I would say middle school, sometime in middle school. And you were probably just doing it to have fun. You're probably on like e bombs world and other shit. But also, if you got horny, you might look up. You might Google boob. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this distinct picture of this woman naked in her kitchen that I, I can't get out remember. of my mind. It was the first one I saw. <laughs> I think I saw that one too. Huh. <laughs> that's back when there was like 10 pictures there's only like online. 10 women that wanted to post their pictures up everybody else is like no what if this is going to be up forever <laughs> <laughs> now we have an only uh, a whole industry I almost named them <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right we have a whole industry but my point not going anywhere my, I guess my point was, point was um was access like unless you had like an older sibling or maybe a parent that was a little bit more deviant that didn't hide shit right you didn't really see too much you didn't get like the most you got was what was in a movie so you didn't yeah. really you uh, maybe even sex ed class could teach you a little bit but you don't really know what the fuck you're doing these days these oh, kids yeah. are over simulated they see all the kinds of shit they're getting programmed and they're being almost taught what to do, but they're being taught the wrong ways of what to do. And now oh, with yeah. all these fucking apps that makes it easy, like if, if you just want to have, apparently like they have ways of just finding, like they, they use Tinder the way, excuse me, um, some, some of our friends uh, or comics that we know use Tinder, which they just literally swiping right the whole time. Then whatever they match, they just message everybody, hey, want to fuck? And then if two people respond, and at least one of them is good looking enough, you're just going to fuck that night. Absolutely. And there's like a whole fucking culture of that shit going around. And during our day, it was just a lot harder to fucking find, is my point. Oh, yeah. Our day, you'd have to fight. You'd have to go out and talk to people first. Dude. Now you can be antisocial. It really started like around my college days is when that happened, when it seemed like hey, you, if, if you wanted something, you could just find it on an app, and it's scary. It's 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 a scary. It's it's a weird world. It really it changes the whole way uh, that humans interact. I think. Oh, for sure, and and the real scary part is, 
you kind of nailed it. Like these people don't know how to interact in real life situations. And these are going to be the future audience members for all kinds of art, but also comedy. And it's like, they, they can laugh on their own, but sometimes they, I, I notice this with groups of people, especially if they're like coworkers, they don't like to laugh at certain jokes that they don't want to make their coworker think that they're pro something or and like, you know what I mean? Like just because of a joke. Huh. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that, that's happened a lot. I feel like that's the same with Trump supporters. Well, if you start making a Trump joke and you support Trump and you're making fun of Trump, you're not going to laugh. And you're going to be pissed off. Uh, yeah. And if you make a pro Trump point, even if you're a liberal and there's a liberal audience, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to laugh at that funny thing because you mentioned a guy I don't like. Yeah, absolutely. And how many like he was voted in? But I, I guarantee you, you'd have a hard time going out to find 10 people that say they support Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, openly. that They'll just say that. Yeah, because people are just being shunned for their ideas now. Well, people think that I support Donald Trump because I'll end up posting anti-left memes. Like, oh, yeah, I bet you, you you're not a libertarian. You said, I bet you're just a Republican. You just don't want to be called it. So you're just, like, you're a Republican <laughs> hiding as a libertarian. It's like, actually, I don't really give a so fuck about any about government. It. Sorry. What yeah. No, people get so worked up about it. And I'm the same way as you. Like, I, I think the whole, I think the system's rigged. I think it's broken. I think that uh, the, the point of having only two sides is, is to turn people against each other. You know, you know how many, you know how much more harmony and peace there'd be in the world if there were actually three or four or five legitimate parties to choose from? It, it would people wouldn't be against each other all the time, you know, because it's not like good versus evil. That's how it is for most people. It's like their side is good, and then the other side's evil. Dude, but you, if there was other sides to choose from, it's like okay, well, this you is nailed how, it. Then they break it down more into the, what they actually want and believe. Yep. Yo, you nailed it, dude. Uh, somebody somebody said it on a podcast. They said that uh, politics is pretty much sports teams for old people. And yep. but there's only two teams is red or blue. But you're also right. Like they the crazy thing is like during the, the pre-election time, which is probably like around now ish, we'll start seeing some of the debates where it's just only Republicans debating each other or only Democrats. And they're talking shit about each other as if like, yeah, but even though even in our gang, though, yo, who are you, Team Bernie? Are you Team Biden? Like, well, where, where, what, what rep you claim? You know, what I mean, like, yo, what's your rep, bro? What set? I mean, yeah. set, what set you claim? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and then after all that, they're like, yeah, but we're all bloods, right? And we're all Crips, right? And Crips hate bloods, and bloods hate Crips. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. It's just gangs. But but you're actually like, if you think about it, these are organized criminals pretending to be less organized criminals. They're pretending that I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat when realistically they're just a capitalist. They want more money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, fuck, bro. Everybody's corrupt. You know what? Did you did you see the article I sent you about Ronaldo, uh, the the soccer player? Yeah, I saw something about he. If you want, I could explain. Yeah, so Ronaldo got a a super big deal to go play in Saudi Arabia. And uh, Ronaldo has, so he's going to be living there. He has a girlfriend. And instead of marrying his girlfriend, 
he's he got the Saudi Arabian government to turn a blind eye to him living with his girlfriend. And is that not allowed? Not in the Middle East, not in a Muslim country, no. You can't have uh, people who are not married of the uh, opposite sex in the same habitation because they, because religiously what they're trying to do is prevent you from having premarital sex. Even if you don't, so if you're living in a Muslim country and you're not Muslim, what then what? You're still not allowed to or the, the rules are gray? Well, depending on which country it is, right? Like Singapore is uh, is like the third biggest Muslim country, I believe. And if it's not Singapore, I, I apologize. Um, or third biggest country and, and the biggest Muslim population. They have, it's mostly Muslim, but then there's also a Hindu and a Christian portion of them, of that country. If, you live, if you're an American, you'd want to live in those parts because those parts allow you to eat pork. Those parts allow you to uh, live in a place where you're not married. But if you're living in the main Muslim part, where they just recently said now, you're not allowed to, to like, now they're fucking up their tourism because Australia goes there like it's their Hawaii. And uh, yeah. and they're going to go there with their girlfriends or they're going to go there to try to have sex with other women who are there maybe by themselves. And now it's going to be a problem. Wow. That's crazy. That it, it's, it's interesting to think of just the contrast of that. Like what we were talking about in America and, and the problem with uh, dating apps. And then you look at one of those countries and it's, you know, it seems like a hundred years different. It's just crazy. Well, the fucked up thing about it is everybody looks for loopholes. So, like, in Egypt, it's a mostly Muslim country as well, even though they have a Christian population. If you're Christian, you don't, you're not subject to those laws. But if you're Muslim and you don't want to, you know, convert, what you can do is they, they do these things called temporary ma- or quick marriages or some shit, where you pretty much go on a date with a girl, you like it, so you go get quickly married, you go have sex, you go back, you get quickly divorced. So now, legally, you had, like, a, they, they think, according to the eyes of God, yeah, you didn't break the. You didn't have premarital sex. You just you got married and got divorced real quick. <laughs> so that's less frowned upon. <laughs> that's less frowned upon than just like a one night thing. Exactly, because wow. at least you're doing it correctly. Now I'm sure I'm sure certain people in the government or whoever they don't like that, but they're also like, damn it, you found a loophole. <laughs> you figured out divorce. <laughs> but it's it's like you know what the fuck you're doing. Now the the interesting part about the article. That I, because I glanced through it, is uh, the Saudi Arabian government said they're going to turn a blind eye to it. They're kind of just not going to prosecute people who are living with, like, uh, cohabitating with uh, people who are not married. And, but they are going to still use it in case anything happens, like if a law is broken. So if anybody says they got raped or anything like that, then double charges. And you're living with somebody you're not married with or domestic abuse, anything, period. I just thought it was wild. He has two kids with the lady. He's been dating her for 10 years. And I, I, I kind of, I mean, I understand, like, I don't really know if I want to get married. But, I mean, maybe it's just because I haven't met the right one. But it's like, if you've been with them for 10 years, and it's like, do you know, is that not the right one? What are you doing still <laughs> sticking around? <laughs> I feel like it's, more, yeah. it's one of those things huh? where it's like you feel like you invested already so much time and energy. You're like, I don't want to reinvest this in a new person. Even at Ronaldo's yeah. successful level. Yeah, how much? How many more years do I realistically have? I mean, him, he's, he's probably the healthiest guy in the world. But no, someone um, like us. Well, it depends on uh, if he gets myocarditis. <laughs> That's true. It depends. <laughs> it depends on if he's suffering from one of those horrible new coincidences. 
dude, I don't under something. I think it's climate change, dude. Is all this is randomly hot and then cold weather that Harp is doing? I think that's the uh, the true reason why people are just they're collapsing out of nowhere. I collapsed out of nowhere a couple of days ago. That was maybe because I may or may not have been drinking non seltzer non coffees and I had too many of them and I cracked my head. But it also could oh, have been. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I remember I had a concussion. Jesus. I told you I got a concussion. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot I was drinking. <laughs> what? No, I, don't know. I didn't say that. You might have, but I didn't. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. Well, I don't know if it was a hundred percent, but I don't think it was from climate change. If I'm being honest with you. And yeah, I, and probably. I was and and I haven't had any experiments done on me in the last three years, so I don't think it was it would be from that either. <laughs> so it gives them a little bit of credibility. That's right. But uh, also, how many of those news reporters that just like fall down have have had a little too much to sip on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that it seems like there's an influx of just famous people dropping dead? Um, I think it's gonna keep happening. And the scary thing is, like, if they're trying to get rid of the people who are just gonna listen then they're going to have a lot of people who just want to think for themselves, which if you think about that, that like makes it easier for us. Like the, the free thinkers and the people who actually want to use our brain versus the people who will just do whatever they're told. Cause the people who oh, just yeah. do whatever they're told, all they need is a, is a charismatic Adolf Hitler to make them try to take over the entire world. Hey, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, when I, when I talk about this with my, uh, with my lady, She's always she she got the uh, the experimental shots and whatnot, and she says that why would they want to wipe out the people that listen? And, and right, that it doesn't make sense. So she's like, what what if they're gonna do something that that I'll be protected from because I have the vaccine and you won't be? Oh, so she turns it around. Yeah, and you know what? I think I talked about that a couple weeks ago or last week. Is that was another possibility that I was thinking of. What if they were actually like the aliens came down and said, hey, listen, um, we're going to end up coming to visit you guys. But like if you get in contact with us, you're going to all get sick and die. So we're just going to give you this like vaccine. We'll give you a disease, too, if you want to make people want to take it. Um, But then at least like the at least the people who listen, they'll be able to see us. But the people who don't listen, I guess they they may or may not die. I mean, (laughs) on the on the deep depths of the Internet where crazy people uh, live. There's a, there's theories saying that like it'll it'll protect you from 5G or that you know some people say that it's gonna if you have the vaccine you won't be affected by 5G technology and then some people say you'll be controlled by it. Okay, I'm glad a- you said it because literally I was gonna say I've heard the opposite and it's mainly from people who haven't gotten it and then I can see if you're crazy and you still not crazy but if you're more conspiratorial minded and you got it that you'd be like yeah no no actually I got protection because we all just want to yeah. be right. We, we all want to be right, exactly. And that's why it's, once somebody has it, it's very, very hard for you to make any points about how it might be bad for them. That's the last thing they want to hear, and they're never going to allow it to be true to their mind. Well, I mean, that's I think those are people who are a little bit selfish, too, because they don't want to... They're, it's like they're told that they're wrong, but they don't want to hear the... Infer- and I'm not going to lie, I, I get a little confirmation bias, too, like I did with the the article uh, about the the South Pole, I guess, is getting bigger. I looked it up, and the first five articles were saying, no, everything is melting. And I'm like, oh, I guess 
I didn't find like why did I disregard <laughs> those first four? But I found the one that agrees with me, and I only <laughs> <laughs> talk about that one. You know, no, no confirmation bias is real. And yeah, that's, that would cause that's what causes half of the the problems right now. I would say, oh, everybody wants to be right, and and, and nobody wants to be wrong. It's like a, it's like a double ended sword. It's like not only do you want to always be right, but you don't want to be wrong. So it's like God yeah. forbid you even say that. And no matter which one is right, you can find some article or some person that agrees with whatever you think, whether it's right or wrong. Exactly. So it makes it much easier. Without the internet, it was harder. You could, if you were the one guy in your town that thought the earth was flat and everyone said it was round, you'd be ostracized and kicked out of town, you know? But now it's, it's, you just got to log online and you can find somebody, you know, that thinks the same things. Well, that, you, you kind of nailed it. Uh, it's, it's, you can find your community. Uh, Shane Gillis was on Rogan recently, and, and they were talking about, like, Facebook. And he goes, yeah, I don't even fucking, I don't use Facebook. But if you're, like, an open mic comic, Facebook is where you go to shit talk other open mic comics. And I was like, you're so fucking right, Shane. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> well, I, it's like I only go on there now to see where the open mics are. But before it was to see where the open mics are and to talk shit to only the comics because they're the people who only respond to the way that I want. And either they're going to argue with me or they're going to raise actual good points, but they're not just going to be like, I don't know how John does it with like shitty NPC people. I feel like where he'll just, he'll take a picture of like uh, Jennifer Aniston and just be like, she aged terribly just to get people to be like, fuck you. You're fat. You aged terribly. You look like shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or some guy today wrote, I, the office, he, he pretty much said the office is a bad show, but in a much more intellectual way. And he got 50 people to start arguing with him. So it's, it's fun to, to provoke, uh, you know, people that don't understand they're being provoked on purpose. Well, see, you just nailed it. I think a lot of this shit is to make us provoke, like, provoke each other, too. Because um, I'll, I'll be honest, I think I was a little bit more defensive of Andrew Tate when he got arrested mainly because everybody was attacking me like hey did you hear about your fucking hero you piece of shit look at that your fucking hero is a piece of shit rapist and I'm like he's not my hero first of all <laughs> second of all he has some good points but I don't ever I'm not bragging about the shitty points like ever and I, I never once do I mention you need to have a Bugatti you have a Bugatti I'll be like, oh, you know what? They are trying to destroy the family. And it's like, yeah, they are. If if you can have oh, the yeah. if you can have the men and the women working and you're the government, that just means double taxable income and more time where your kid can be brainwashed into our agenda by school or the media that we control as well, as you've seen from the Twitter files. Yeah. Oh, those are some good stuff. I, honestly, a lot of it is like things I already assumed everybody knew in the Twitter files. That's but they're kinda, being confirmed. That's why I kind of stopped covering it. I was like, yeah, but I mean, like, what's new? Oh, now Twitter's admitting that the FBI was telling them to do shit. When it was first, it was just uh, that they were censoring people from the government government, like political government. Now it's the FBI and the CIA. And, oh, and yeah. they actually told you to cover up shit. It's like, yeah, we, we've been talking about that, though, right? Like, yeah. Nothing new. Go back 100 episodes in the podcast. Hear me and Luke talk about it two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely true. There's, you know, there's no 
and that that didn't surprise me one bit. I've always assumed that like uh, the the government is very very much intertwined with these huge tech companies. Just like and and they like to shit talk North Korea in our country, but it's the same thing that North Korea does. It's just they do it a little bit better. What do you? Oh, the propaganda. You mean the, like internet censorship and propaganda, you know, and getting your post flagged for misinformation. Well, like that's a big one. You nailed it. It's the hypocrisy they're not seeing in it. You know, they're literally like, "Fuck you for the uh, fuck you guys. We live in America, free country. Fuck, fuck over there where they censor your shit." But it's like, anytime I if I type in uh, five letters in a certain order, I get an automatic uh, thing banner on the bottom that says, "For more information, uh, see check the CDC." Yeah, it's like right. uh, you don't see the fucking propaganda. Bro, one time I had a picture, it didn't even mention it. It didn't even mention the vaccine. It just said people are suddenly dropping. And then this has a CDC article on the bottom, or CDC link. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you know, and now you're just trying to cover your bases preemptively. Oh, yeah. you've seen. Have you seen the posters where they're screening kids for, like, sudden cardiac arrest? They're like, and they're like, it's normal. It could happen to your kid. You know, it's, it's insane. I'm, I'm so worried about the children because, and I'm so glad that I don't, I've never actually read an article uh, in New Jersey or, or heard anything from like my little siblings who are in school or even my brother who has like uh, school age uh, kids. Um, it's like, I'm glad that none of them have taken the experiment, but like other people are and now they're dying. And people are not mad. Instead, they're trying to blame it on other shit, and they're okay with that. Like, ah. Oh, it's insanity. It's it's insanity. Never once did I see a kid drop dead from cardiac arrest or and my, myocarditis or whatever else you might call it. Dude, it was, and, yeah. And that, you know? It was so scary. Uh, this was probably six months after the, the jab was being told, like, you pretty much, hey, it's out, and you should take it. And there were, like, college-age kids who were like, okay, if I take this jab, I can go now back to my college sports, which is, I only have a little bit of time left, and you already took a year off. Like, now I only have three years to make myself a fucking professional uh, athlete. Like, all right, I'll take yeah. the jab, and now I'm going to work hard as fuck, and now they're dropping dead? And I was like, wait, that's not normal. The fact oh, that no. they're normalizing it is the scary thing. That's why, like, well, they're trying to cover the tracks. I look. I know we kind of got a little sidetracked, but like when you were talking about with your lady, um, how like, all right, what if this is a protection? It's like, well, here's the opposite thing that I think might be happening: is the people in charge know that they can't control too many people, and so they have to reduce the population. Well, first thing, we don't want to keep paying for the old people, and definitely not people who have a lot of underlying conditions. So let's try to develop a way to get rid of them. Okay. Now let's get rid of the people who, you know, just they're too easily tricked because we don't want them to get too easily tricked to join the aliens or whoever the fuck we're going to end up fighting if it's not each other uh, or Project yeah. Blue Beam fake aliens. It's like, well, we don't want them to actually, they're pretty gullible. We don't want them to join the alien side. So let's get rid of and the they're easily the ones gullible consuming people. everything. They're the easily, yeah, oh, yeah. Them too. Dude, this whole... This whole like I'm glad we we kind of keep going in, in like bigger circles and and spirals we'll call it like upwards but like 
this whole supply chain shortage thing can be real or it can be like I was saying earlier. Uh, we'll just say because of the pandemic. Now, I understand. Oh, like, yeah. Like Taco, they just want to charge us more. Exactly. Now, Taco Bell, they're always fucking closed because they can't keep their workers. And they have a sign on their window that, that'll say, like, sorry, nobody showed up for their shift. So we're closed today. And you'll see that on the <laughs> Internet. But also, you charge more Taco Bell. And, and yeah, we can say, look, 5% of the egg laying chickens are sick. But like you also said, eggs are in fucking a lot of shit. So that means it kind of can make sense if you say there's a, a a shortage of eggs and egg prices go up, that everything goes up because everything has eggs or a lot of things have eggs in them. So your bread's going to go up and this and that. Oh, we get a lot of wheat from Ukraine. All right, well, bread's going to go up because of that too. Now we can charge a little bit more for bread. Apparently, yeah. they're fucking, we're paying less per gallon, uh, less per barrel of oil than we were before, but our gas prices are just as high. Yeah, that's, it, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's sick. It's, it, it bothers me. It, this, this whole thing bothers me a lot because as somebody who's, who's lived paycheck to paycheck for, you know, a long part of my life, I really just feel for all the people that you know, they are trying to feed their families and, and their rent is going up and their food is going up and gas is, it's just sick. And there's no real reason for it. Exactly. Seemingly. And what are they going to do? They, they have to make cutbacks. So, you know, they're going to be cooking Chinese food at home instead of going out to get Chinese food. Uh, you're not going to go to the movies, but at least, hey, look, we have Netflix. We'll just do movie night at home. It's yeah. You're going to have to start. And then, bro, everything is going up. Netflix went up. Uh, I think Hulu went up. Like, they are all trying to now. Everybody is squeezing you wherever the fuck they can. And unfortunately, I... I don't want this to happen, so I don't even want to put it out there, but it's people are going to end up rising up against this, and I think that's why they want to have as little people rising up against them as possible. Yeah, I mean, once you... If, if, if it was like, you know, how the craziest conspiracy theorists thinks it will be, where everybody that gets it drops, or half the people that get it drops, there's no resistance. There's, it, it's gone. There's, no, there's nobody there to fight back. You know, the people that didn't get it yet, might, maybe they're the ones that own the guns, but still, guns can only do so much when bombs are being dropped on your head. Or, or if you want to go crazy conspiratorial, let's say it, it, is, it does make you be controlled by 5G, and now you're not only fighting the government, but you're fighting the government's agent Smiths that just got turned on. These people go from regular to an agent Smith. Well, dude, you know what's fucked up? And I know, I know, I'm crazy. Like I and every all you fights, you know, I you know I say out there shit, but like and and I get into my head too much. Uh, And by the way, I got another real quick a shout out to Luke who's helped me uh, a lot with my anxiety. Thank you very very much for that. But as somebody who's always in my head, I literally look. I remember you were there a couple weeks ago when Damar Hamlin, when he he fell down and I blamed the vaccine and everybody stared at me like I had three heads. (laughs) I remember that very well. Yeah. Like they did not like to hear that. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that's because they're all vaccinated. And the vaccine told them, don't laugh, don't clap, just look angry at him. But also they could have just been also gotten the vaccine and like, wait, you're wait. Are you fucking telling me this could happen to me? Dude, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's 
because <laughs> they see some they see a, a you know a healthy guy with you know muscular successful everything they would want to be they start dropping and you he, know that and, really gets them scared and that's why you got a huge laugh when you when you said your joke which is like Oh yeah, Yusuf. You think the, they don't like it because you got it's because he, he the fucking giant guys crashing into each other at full fucking yeah, speed. <laughs> it, m- it might we be that. Actually. It, it might could be. be the guys bashing each other's brains in. <laughs> yeah, that was it. See, you're so much better with words, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, but but I like when I was saying that as I was saying that I'm like I'm a giant hypocrite. I know that's not why. No, no, no. no. I know it's the but time. you did it for the but you did it for the laugh, just so I can say real quick. Absolutely. And they rather hear that. They're like, yeah, yeah. He went down because he's a big guy. And he, they're bashing their brains in all the time. It had nothing to do with the vaccine. All right, I can enjoy this next drink without anxiety because what I'm that's doing is true. probably giving them anxiety. This could happen to me. Yeah. Any time for any reason, I could just be driving and all of a sudden feel dizzy, and now I crash my car and I killed my whole family. Like you're just scaring the people. They don't want that. <laughs> and I get it now. Now, see, that's why I needed to talk to you. Is I realize oh, yeah. like some of my jokes might be like, even though I think, oh, they don't like it because it's just too much truth. It's also just giving them anxiety if it is true. They don't want to think about that. Yeah, exactly. Even if in the back of their mind they're like, "Yeah, he's probably right." Their their brain takes over. The 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 rational the rational part that doesn't want to die takes over. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's kind of weird with comedy. Actually, it makes me wonder because like there's it makes you wonder what kind of jokes you should be doing. Where's the line? Um, and even if there's no line, where's the, what, where's the point where I'm going to start turning these people, uh, slightly against what I'm saying, even if what I'm saying isn't wrong or bad, where's the, the point where they start freaking out and worrying in their own minds, you know? Okay. Um, I'm going to suggest this for you as well as everybody who listens to my podcast, go listen to Theo Vaughn's podcast with, um, Louis CK because it was amazing. And Louis talks about that his best jokes, like the the hardest hitting jokes, almost always started as the worst jokes. And and he's like, guys, you have to follow with me. I have a uh, there's a reason where I'm going to say all the fucked up shit and it's not going to be so fucked up in the end. But if you don't hear the end, it's only going to sound like fucked up shit. And Mm. and you're right. Where is the line? Because, you know, those those easy jokes, the ones that the first time you tell it, you you tell it, they get a laugh because it's just it seems like ah, almost like low hanging fruit. It's like you don't feel the satisfaction as you do if you start stumbling through your joke. And then at the end, you got them, though. You got them back on your side. Yeah. And where is the line? I don't fucking know. Clearly, I cross it all the time, though. (laughs) (laughs) And I think there's a way to cross wherever Whatever that is, that line, I think there's a way to cross over and play hopscotch with it and jump back. Yes. But it's it's very careful writing and and the very careful wording at the same time that'll do it. But as we as we move forward, it's it, it makes me wonder. But and you, is you know is comedy even gonna is stand up gonna be relevant in five ten years? Is it all gonna be videos? Are people not gonna want to go out and kind you know be in a theater with each other? I mean, I think that 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 we noticed. I noticed during the pandemic, right when things started loosening up, people wanted to get the fuck out and do shit again and comedy shows were full but people were also too nervous to laugh because there's been two years of conditioning where you weren't around other people if that makes sense yeah 
Like I yeah, go on walks was... and I try to wave at people, and a lot of people don't want to make eye contact with other with strangers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to say hi, don't want to make eye contact, just because it's the. You wonder if they've always been like that, or if they're just deconditioned. You know, they're conditioned now to like just be in their own head. Yeah. Well, it's almost like yeah, mind your own business kind of thing, and like yeah, and dude, it it's. I think I think that what you said is actually probably what Louis C.K. does about the hopscotching between the line. Like you can go over the line, but it's how far do you go over the line? Where like um, they they had a a, a show uh, on Friday at one of the I don't have to I don't have to name the mic, um, but there was a mic after the show, and apparently during the show and even during part of the mic there was a, a, a there were audience members in there. And then one comic, which I don't have to say his name. You know him. He used to come on stage with a fucking mask, and he still uses his nickname. Uh, <laughs> and, and he pretty much just said the N. He, he loves to just say the N-word with the hard R, thinking it's going to get people to laugh. And he cleared out yeah. the room yet again. Oh, that'll clear out a room real quick. And that's the scary <laughs> thing, is like being completely... Uh, uncognizant, like unaware of where the line is, and constantly going way far overboard. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people like that. I mean, in their they head, have no idea. In their head, they think the the Earth is is round, and if you keep going far enough east, eventually you'll come back. If you leave America and you keep going east, eventually <laughs> you'll get to California. It might just be the long way. Uh, what do you think about that? Are you on the fence? Do you not like to say? Because it's like very, that's like a big taboo. That's probably the, the biggest taboo uh, conspiracy out there. Yeah. Is should black people say the N-word? I think no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we nobody should say it. I think it's actually a, you know, well, I'll get back to your actual answer in a second. But curse words. Actually, like I hear Sam Tripoli talk about this with crazy people sometimes. and, and But sometimes it kind of makes some sense. Like when you're saying a curse word, you are putting a curse out, almost, and and that's why you shouldn't say those words. Like mm. you're putting bad out into the universe instead of putting out good words into the universe, which is why I'm trying to be less pissed as well, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah. but to answer you real quick to go back, I don't know what to believe. Right? I do. I will say this: the fact that, and again, I, I always get this wrong. So now you're gonna correct me. The fact that Antarctica is in the center of all the flat Earth maps. Even though the, nobody's allowed to go there, is very strange, and it's like actually it's Antarctica, but we're still not allowed to go there. I think the Arctic. It's on the it's on the edge of all the maps, but yeah, we are still not allowed to go there. You you can they say oh you can, but then you really can't. Like you can go to one part, um, which is just it's like literally a couple hundred miles from the tip of South America, and that's like the the that's like the tourist spot of Antarctica, and you can't go beyond that. Yep, that's and where Mr. To, Beast went. You have to submit a bunch of papers to the government telling them what you're going to do. You can't even bring, like, you couldn't use a snowmobile there. That's highly, highly illegal to use anything that burns gas. Yeah. Because they want to preserve the environment. Oh, yeah. So Which this, is crazy. They don't care about our environment. No, no. But down there they care. Because that's where aliens and Hitler lives. <laughs> uh, and inter- exactly. other interdimensional beings. But, dude, yeah, Mr. Beast went there. He pretty much, if he said he was in Alaska... I, I could I would believe that too. Like I've no, there's no proof that he actually went there, except that it was a snowy area, and they were literally told we have to pack everything that we need. They were going to be there for I think 24 hours. The plane's going to drop, 
land, then leave right away because it can't stay. It's too cold. The gas will like uh, f- like freeze or some shit. And then the plane has to come back and pick us up. And if we miss that, we have to camp out for another 24 hours. So, and also they said if they pooped, they have to keep all their poop in like a giant poop bag and same thing with their pee and they can't leave any trash behind. Yeah. You so that's another thing. You can't even ride sled dogs across because every time one of them goes, you have to pick it up the same way. Exactly. So they just have these fucking, all these guys running around with fucking a, a shit tent, like a tent where they're just going to poop in. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting because it's engineered to keep people out. Well, I didn't realize that he went, but I'm sure that that. But it's fake because, like you said, he uh, only got to go to a small area, and he pretty much said, like, "Hey, if anybody even thinks about wanting to go there, and you eventually get rich enough, you, there's nothing to do here. There's nothing to see, and it's too much of a pain in the ass. So just don't even bother." Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, that's that's true. That's exactly right. It, it, with the technology that we know that we have. Um, and the constraints, like, you know, no one can go there. Even if you are rich, you, you have to, you, you know, you have to submit all your paperwork and you'll be denied. So yeah. it, may, it just makes me wonder. And the other thing is, is even if it's, even if the world is, is completely round and what they tell us and everything of, of that sort, uh, the fact that the public school system never taught us a way to like, they never, the fact that so many people believe that it's possible just just shows me how how horrible the public school systems are here you know that they never actually taught us a finite way of how to actually even measure it and and know for a fact that it's round right so it says a lot about about where our country is you know you just kind of nailed it dude all we're taught in school is that especially during christopher columbus's time maybe even that they thought the earth was fucking flat and then all of a sudden, somebody proved that it was round. But I don't remember hearing how they proved it. It's just like, actually, but we found out it's actually round. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everyone, we found out it was round. Don't don't. Don't believe the how. flat. Or that's what the dumb people in the past used to think. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's astonishing that the sun and the moon are the same exact size, yet they're like 250,000. They're just some crazy... That uh, is almost more belief. That makes me believe in God, to be honest. Or at least a creator. Something created that. There's no... Bro, what you're about to say, I think, is the fact that the moon is at a perfect enough distance away from us and the sun also, that when they align in front of each other, which also somehow happens... That it's not just every yeah. billion years of one time it'll happen. It happens often. <laughs> that they're also <laughs> the exact same size to where one can cover the other and vice versa. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. And how they can do it perfectly is just astounding to me. But that's uh, that's the nature of our world. It just makes you wonder. Well, here's the the reason I even brought up the Arctic and the Antarctic is is that's the center of all the flat Earth maps. They don't tell you how. They, I mean, yeah, you, if you watch some of the documentaries, they'll tell you how they can prove one way or the other. But I'm not smart enough to actually know if that's true, right? Like, they're like, oh, what about the curvature of the earth? I'm like, but I mean, like, a fucking bowl curves, but it's still flat in the middle. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and like, you could have a fucking weird shaped thing. Like, that's not enough. The fact that that, the fact that they're they're denying it so much where it should, if it's such a stupid thing, how are people believing it? That's the first thing. Number two, what are you trying to hide that the center of the UN is a flat earth thing with the, it looks like the globe from the top and the center is the Arctic mm-hmm. circle where we can't go, uh, or, or the World Health Organization has the same thing, or the regular flat earth 
model. It's like you can't go up there. Yeah. Huh. But we want to disprove it because we don't want people to keep on staring at this. And then if they stare right at the middle, they're like, oh, I wonder, I want to go there one day. (laughs) The other crazy thing Uh, I'll say is this, is NASA is definitely a fucking got to be a money laundering operation. I'm sure they do some things that are real. But the fact that every one of their fucking pictures of the earth are composites and then they, let's say we're going to go with both sides. There really are. There's no way they can get a, a thing far enough away from the Earth to take a perfect picture of it where it looks round. So they have to take like a hundred pictures and, and stitch them all together. Okay, but then the clouds are almost photoshopped in, and all of them, and they're the same. Uh, number two, you, you admit to using a lot of Photoshop, especially in your images of shit outside of the universe. They they just yeah. recently they like photograph planets and stuff. You just nailed it. They just found a new habitable uh, planet in a habitable zone. That may have water and ice, and even the the satellite, the picture of the the um, not satellite um, telescope that was taking, uh, uh, supposedly took like notice this thing. The whole the whole video is CGI, so it shows a CGI satellite or uh, telescope that sees a CGI planet around a CGI sun that may have CGI water, but we're all yeah. just supposed to believe it. <laughs> Exactly. There's a there's a big group of people online that just think satellites are held up by like weather balloons. Oh, Sam Tripoli is part of that group. In orbit. <laughs> like, well, it, the interest. The only thing that makes it interesting to me is that there's a lot of videos of like people that own farmland finding like crashed satellites on their land, and it's like how how would they have fallen out of space back to the ground? And you not know, that to... doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, wouldn't it have disintegrated yeah, or whatever? Because once it's up there, it's up, like, it's up there. You know, once it's in orbit, it's in orbit. Like, it's not going to come out of orbit and fall to the Earth. Or if it does, like a meteor does, doesn't it, like, burn up on impact for the most part? Like, you're yeah, not going to have exactly. the whole thing, but you'll have, like, a piece of it or pieces scattered around, you'd think. You would, <laughs> you would think. Oh, dude. Uh, so I'm going to end up talking about this, uh, guys, after Luke and I's interview. I may or may not add. So if you see there's more length in the episode of World Star Corner. Um, but one of the things in World Star Corner that I saw a video was, was a short thing. Apparently, Russia's claiming that they shot down a UFO. And this was like within the week. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that article. Like they're claiming it, too. Like they mm-hmm. said, yeah, we did it. There was a UFO. We shot it down. What the fuck, dude? That's how you start War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Dude, you nailed it because, like, what, dude, what do you do in that situation? Like, first of all, why would they even say that, right? Like, unless it actually happened or they're trying to Project Bluebeam, like War of the Worlds, or, or like War of the Worlds is real, or Project Bluebeam where we, ha- we fake having an alien invasion. And I'm only the only the fucking crazy thing is the article. There was an article. It was a news story. It was literally like a three minute long video. And I'm like, okay, great, three minutes of this. It was only thirty seconds, and then fucking two and a half minutes of, of uh, other bullshit news stories. Fucking world star <laughs> people didn't edit it right. And they never. They don't even show you the like the event occurring. It's just like some guy talking about it. Yeah, they don't really tell yeah. you if they recovered anything, what they recovered. Just they shot it down. Wow. And wow, see, yeah, I, I think in our in our lifetime, the next five years, we'll we'll have an answer. I mean, I think definitely in our lifetime for sure. Within five years, I think yeah, I think yeah. Also, sh- dude, 
they're accelerating the fuck out of a lot of stuff. Apparently, and this is again in the in the crazy conspiracy world. Um, apparently, there was like I remember seeing somewhere an alien race that's that's like like neutral slash pro our side uh, is here helping us and shit and. And then this this goes into spirituality, which is why like sometimes it takes this with a grain of salt. That we need to all be spiritually pure so we can fight off these evil aliens that are coming because there's an alien armada that's on their way to Earth, evidently. <laughs> exactly. I don't know where you got your news, but I like it. It's like they just keep sensationalizing it, and you're like, well, I mean, n- you had to add the good aliens that are going to help us because how are we going to fight bad aliens, and how do we even know bad aliens are coming? It's like, this just seems like a good story. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, bro, I'm starting to believe... The more you start to realize that's that shit... That's why, like... I, I'm, I didn't, actually, I didn't ask you, so I'll ask you. What is your... Like, do you believe that the Earth is flat? Round? Um, or are you I, more I, agnostic? Like, you're you're not sure really what you're, where you believe. I don't know what to believe at this point. I, I don't... I don't like to... Thank Things I, I don't know the finite answer to, I, I don't say. You know, I'm not one of the people that's like, yeah, well, I learned it in school, so it must be true. But like, at the same time, I don't like to believe every conspiracy I see. It makes you seem crazy. I, I'm, like, waiting for a definitive proof, but I don't think in our lifetime we'll ever have it. There it is. somebody else comes to power. You nailed it, bro. That, that's, ex- that's it exactly. What you, So, like, you not knowing... And you questioning things is why you and I need to spin off and have our own podcast because, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to believe, but I know I don't want to just believe you because you tell me government X, Y, Z. In fact, if you're going to keep on telling me something, I'm going to start looking into the opposite to see if the opposite is true. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, and it makes me think of like the Truman Show or like that that uh, parable with the people in the cave that only see shadows. You know, like we're... We accept the, we right. accept the, what that what, what is given to us. We accept the world that's given to us, and, and we don't question it because we're, you know, we're not smart enough, and uh, we figure, oh yeah, all these people already figured that out, and they're telling us this. So why am I even going to bother? Exactly. But I, you know, I I think that there's there could be some financial slash power reason to want everyone to think it's a certain shape when it's another shape i don't i don't know the i don't have the answer as to what the benefit is for anybody but but you, you, you kind of nailed it like the parable of the cave um and i'm probably going to butcher this a little bit but it's like people are in a cave and there's there's a, a fire behind them and so anything that they see on the wall that's a shadow they think is real but not knowing what's behind them making the shadows the actual real thing yeah and there is a, it's probably a power it's probably a financial thing but it's mainly a control thing if if i'm being honest with you why would they want to uh just fucking keep controlling well if if they make us think the aliens are real we're not going to fight each other but before they do that if they make this virus seem like it's more dangerous then we're going to fight each other for that if we're fighting each other we're not fighting them and that's why i think at yeah. least no, it's a good. That's a that's a very solid point, and it changes the whole nature of like what we are. I think if it's a ball and there's other planets out there, then it's like yeah, we just got lucky, and you know our planet ended up like this, and it, it able to support life. Uh, then life came after millions of years, and here we are. We're just very lucky. Right. Or the other is no, we're like we're one. We're the only thing there is 
you know, there's other dimensions, but we're the only thing there is here. Uh, that like is a is a a way that there must be a god if that's the case. And right? they, they don't want that. All right, can I pause you because I have to really pee badly because I drink like three cups of coffee during this podcast. Oh yeah, do your thing, brother. Do I'm gonna hit thing. pause on the recording, but the phone's gonna still like phone call's still gonna be up. Uh, I just you won't hear me until I come back on the mic. All right. Sure. All Not right. a problem, brother. I'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you very much for waiting patiently, Luke. I now understand why people on the Joe Rogan podcast try to hold their piss for as long as possible. It's because you're just having such an interesting conversation. Like, there's not a lull. I don't want to end it right now. But I have to. And then I'm like, but I said that 45 minutes ago, and I'm about to piss. I'm going to make it six hours doing that. I always wonder. I think he might have. I think there's a toilet underneath his seat, and he always does his podcast pantless. I wouldn't be surprised. Nobody else gets that. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. <laughs> but you do see people get up a lot to, to go, you know. Yeah. Relieve themselves. What um what what's your favorite thing to talk about on this when you're doing it? Uh I like to do the current events and give my twist on either what are they trying to cover up? Um, what do they really mean? And you know what? Good good reason. So like we were saying right before this, I like to, if, if you're just going to keep telling me something and then you're often wrong, I'm going to start looking at the opposite of what you're saying. And you'll kind of know what I'm where I'm going with this. But uh, allegedly, I was, no, that, this is not alleged. This is actually true. I was accused of calling somebody, uh, uh, we'll just call it a Colorado rapist. Uh, and then the kid... <laughs> The kid got mad and says, oh, I hear that you're spreading this rumor and I have proof. And I'm like, well, you don't have proof because I'm not spreading this rumor. So why don't you show me the proof so I can disprove you? And he didn't want to show me the proof. So I got very, very angry. And, and later on, I'm going to and I'll leave him in a minute right now. I'm mad for the exact same reason he is mad. Somebody accused him of something that he doesn't believe is true. I was accused of something that I did not believe was true. And, and in his, I don't know for a fact that his is not true, but I do know that I ended up looking up his name and rape, and I tried to find an article to prove him actually being a rapist. <laughs> I couldn't find it. That's confirmation bias at its You nailed it. <laughs> and that's like the uh, fucked up thing. It's like, fuck, man. Couldn't I just let, like, and then eventually I realized, like, oh, wait, he's just, he's mad for the same reason I'm mad. Oh. It's like, well, I mean... I think he has a right to be mad about that, but well, for I, uh, sure, I wouldn't want to be called that. Whether, especially if you are a rapist, you don't want people to oh, yeah. blow up your spot. How are you going to go no, out there raping are. people? People know you as the rapist, but it's like, oh, he's in New yeah, Jersey. Never, he's not in Colorado. Never rape in this town again, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid you, you anywhere in Colorado too it's like he's he owns all of it the Denver Boulder all the Colorado he rapes all from north I don't know it was a stupid thing <laughs> it was a stupid thing but, um, that got me so what do you do mad with your... oh yeah no. I mean there's <laughs> but it I'd got me to do the confirmation sorry 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 go ahead no no you're good and to, to move on past that because I don't want to get too far into that because I know the whole thing yeah um what um? What do you do with the end part? That what do you call it? The uh, 
the news hour, the World Star News. World you, Star Do you read that to the people? World Star Corner. Yeah, I always Corner. end in World Star Corner. So what we're going to do is you're going to join me in the in a, in a live episode because I don't know if you guys can tell we're doing this uh, virtually, not virtually, but he's on the phone. Um, we're face to face on my tablet. I play the World Star video. We pause it when we need to. We commentate on it. And it's fun mm -hmm. because it's either we watch something completely ridiculous or there is actually something that's going to be talked about on every other fucking podcast throughout the week. It's like, oh, did you see that that one cop that got uh, had got a train runner by five other cops? And it's like, see, right? so I just try to break the stories before other people. Oh, see, that's smart. But plus, I mean, they're, they're stories. They're gonna you got to get them out there. Uh, are they the outlandish ones? Um, I mean, I have to go look through because I don't have them all out there. Um, but the. I mean, a lot of it, like the videos are just more for fun. Like I even tell them, like I name, I tell them exactly what you have to type in on World Star on the search so you can find the video. So not that you're going to watch along with me, but you kind of can now, I got to, oh, I got to see what the hell Yusuf was listening to. But eventually yeah, I'm going to have, at least. eventually when I start getting better at video editing, that shit's going to be up on, on the screen at the same time. Oh, nice. Yeah, you should. I, I wish I can help you out with that. That's that's important. I think the people like videos, especially even if it's not the whole thing and you just put like that part at the end the in video. Stuff, I think right. that would help a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Especially if I just like promote it. It's like, oh, this is just a part of my podcast. And it's like, oh, yeah. Then you can listen to all the other part on the audio part. Because, yeah, the Start rest of the on you YouTube, on, on BitChute, on any of those crazy. Rumble. Oh, yeah. Rumble. We're getting them everywhere, bro. Dude, that's not a bad idea at all. I'm glad you reminded me again because I wrote it on a post-it right by my computer. And I'm just like, but that's so many, like so much like screen capturing that I have to do. But I'm like, don't I care? I mean, I'm already watching it. Just screen capture it while you watch it. If you're going to use it, keep it. If you're not, delete it. Yeah, that's all you have to do. There's no not much more to it. Just a quick screen cap with your uh, commentary. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, dude. I don't even have to fucking realistically throw my face on there. I could just show their no. videos the whole time, and that's so much easier. You could. Just stitching you those could, videos you got, a, you got a good face for videos, so you can get up on there. But, yeah, even if you didn't, just have the just have the video and, and you're commenting. You, have you seen how many people get crazy famous on, like, TikTok and all those stupid apps like that? It's, it's just insane. And all they're doing is just, like, going, wow, that's so crazy, you know? Well, um, yeah, I, I have seen it. I don't know how much of it translates, but then uh, – like reels is something that that's like the Facebook version and I'll be scrolling through Facebook and all of a sudden you'll see like three reel three to five reels that you can like watch and then there's a hot chick on one of them so I clicked on it and then she's literally just she's mouthing like uh, lip syncing some other person's audio and I'm like well fuck that whole platform not China yep. we love you China <laughs> we love you a long time here in America on the Piscoff podcast there is one China and one China only. Sorry, Taiwan. But only one China. Anyway. <laughs> that seems like a decent place to wrap up. Oh, that um, is. One second. I'll be yeah, keep talking. You're, you're good. Um, I don't know if you watched any good movies recently. I like to end with that. Any, anybody, anything you watched. Um, I watched Twins, which, by the way, so fucking good. I don't know if you watched that movie. If you haven't, need to watch it. it's on netflix it's uh, arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito are twins are separated at birth and arnold obviously got all the good genes and danny devito gets all the shit genes 
But it's a, it's a nice heartwarming movie at the end. Throughout. And another good movie I watched uh, is RRR. Uh, I'm going to give you a disclaimer. It's, first of all, too long of a movie. It's like three hours. And I watched it for about 90 minutes before I fell asleep. But there's not a lot of flash mob singing, dancing. So that's good. And number two, there's a lot of action. And fucking Indian people go overboard on the action. This motherfucker was getting chased. This is in a preview, too, so I'm not spoiling it. He was getting chased by a motherfucking uh, a wolf. And then a tiger goes to attack him, and he times it perfectly where he jumps, and then the tiger bites the wolf instead of him. So you have to suspend disbelief. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you're back, Luke. You're not. Well, the call is still going, so I guess he's on another call right now. But that's what I've been watching on. So, I'm still here. Give me one second, my man. No, you're good, Keep brother. Keep going with those. No, that, good. That, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty much that in Succession. And obviously Succession is just awesome because uh, you, you just end up fucking watching su- super successful, not successful, super rich people and how they behave and how they're pretty much not even human. It's like the shit that they do. It's like I never, like, if I ever get successful and attain wealth, life-changing wealth like that, I hope I uh, do good things with it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, so Luke, we can uh, we can wrap it up whenever you're ready. You yeah, get... can you just can you pause here so we can do that real quick? Let's do that. I'm gonna pause real quick. All right, we're back. So yeah, Luke, we're back. Uh, where can people find you? Again, oh, you we'll, we'll do it in the beginning. Again. We'll do it in the end. <laughs> I like it. Double the plugs. You can find me on um, let's see, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Luke R. Comedy. Facebook, I got Twitter, Luke Rothschild. Um, I tweet a lot of good stuff, but I don't have any followers because I'm, I'm not one of those people that just soullessly pays for followers. So find me there, um, and you can find me, uh, if you're in the New York and New Jersey area, I'll be performing at Rhino Comedy Club, February 4th, Levity Live, January 26th. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to come out there and support your ass. I'm going to support for sure because you're my oh, homie. Oh, thanks, brother. Um, and yeah. Definitely give Luke a, fo- a follow. Again, it's Luke R. Comedy on Instagram. Definitely give him a follow, uh, Luke Rothschild on tw- uh, Twitter. Uh, and if you're if you're into the Facebook, throw it on there, uh, Luke Ch- Rothschild. And definitely give this brother a yeah. follow because he's a fucking hilarious comedian. He's a fucking hard worker. He writes all the time. I see it because he actually gave me access to his notebook. And every time uh, one of his notes and every time I see it, it has like an orange bubble next to it when you write something new and it made it make, <laughs> it makes me want to write i don't ever look at what you're writing but i'm like fuck he's writing i gotta write that's really fun i forgot i shared that with you that's, <laughs> that's still there <laughs> yeah i can undo it if you need me to uh don't worry i, I don't go pry i don't go prying eyes unless you tell me to but um no, you're good but it definitely is I, a motivation I, I, I didn't i hope i wasn't sidetracked during this podcast for your viewers i was locked in the bathroom because my girlfriend who owns a studio is working on homework so I said, oh, how can I be conscientious? I'll, I'll do this. There was, a, there was a chair in there. I wasn't sitting on the toilet, but I was in the bathroom the whole time. So uh, give me some props because I was um, <laughs> I was in a, a six by five bubble to do this. But this was great. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, absolutely. All, I, all I'll say is this. If you were in that small of an area with me and we had this much fun for two hours, if we ever get locked up, I just hope we're sellies. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be great if we were cellmates. We we'd fucking. I'll just say time would go by quicker. <laughs> yeah, 
You just let me know. Anytime you want to get arrested with me, brother, I'm down. At the same time, yeah, hell yeah. Anytime you get arrested, I'll commit a crime near you too. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm there. Hopefully we just don't have to get arrested and we just do a podcast and that'll be the f- <laughs> the way we do this. But yeah, uh, man. That's um, fun. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to, guys, definitely give Luke a follow and the intro song, which is kind of, I guess, the outro song is You Got a Friend in Me and I'm only going to play a couple more seconds of that. Oh, I, I like that. To. I love that song. From Randy Newman, everybody, yeah. You it's such a good one. Guys, I love you and we'll see you next week. Peace. Davis had Neil deGrasse on and and Neil deGrasse was like, you know, you signed a social contract that says you're going to keep other people safe. So, yeah, you have you should have been forced to get this vaccine because what what about he goes, what about my nephew who's immunocompromised and he can't get the vaccine? You're putting him in danger. And it's like, like, well, why don't you just find the way to give him a mask or some other way that he can be protected or keep him away from the sick people? I don't like when people say that. That's the most annoying thing, dude. It's you're not when you're not getting the vaccine, you're hurting other people. Like, no, the the point of a vaccine is the people that get it are vaccinated, therefore they're not going to get sick. The they're that supposed aren't vaccinated to be vaccinated. Are the ones putting themselves at risk? And don't tell me about your your four year old cousin who who can't get the vaccine. Good for him. He's going to be safe. Yep, but they don't want to hear that. And and no. and the crazy thing is like you, you you know like here's what uh well here's something that Dave Smith said on his podcast when they they covered this is well you're telling me first of all that that it's a social contract that we all just signed is that we we have to keep each other safe okay well where does that stop what about if you have the flu or the cold are you supposed to just lock everybody away because they have the cold exactly. And what what is what's the death? Is there a death rate that has to be put in place for for this to occur? Like where do, where do we draw the line? You know, there's no this is this is the first time in history anything like this has happened, and not not a pandemic because there's been plenty of pandemics, but the you know vaccinating eighty percent of the world. Well, the scary part is. Uh how they like to say like we cherry we the people who are a little bit more open-minded we cherry pick the data like they're cherry picking the data as well and what i mean by that is when they even say like you know you're far more likely to die unvaccinated than if you are vaccinated well let's go into that first of all the people who died in the beginning we're probably going to die whether if they got a vaccination or not because they were the fir- the most compromised people and that's when yep. the strain was the strongest that it was but as you exactly. claim your vaccine is providing protection also the the virus is becoming less and less dangerous so even if you do get it you're less likely to die so is it actually the vaccine is it actually the strain got weaker well the fucked up part is where they cherry pick the data is a lot of the people who died before the vaccine was even implemented are counted as unvaccinated deaths yeah also that's the big that that was the biggest fakery in this whole thing well the other thing is if if you were not boosted and let's say you you got your vaccine but you needed to get a booster so technically they counted you as unvaccinated even though you were originally vaccinated but you just weren't under the comp- uh, under the immunity thing bubble time. If you're not caught up with the boosters, you're still unvaccinated. According to them. And they're yeah. counting that and, towards those deaths. Go ahead. 
So, so God forbid you got the first vaccine and you got sick from it or hurt or you, God forbid you die from it. They'll still count that as unvaccinated. Even if you're the, you're told by a doctor not to get anything else, not to get any more boosters, they'll still, it's just, it's insane. It's, it's, the level of insanity going on is, and it's not normal people. It's not everyday people. Yes, everyday people are buying into it, but it's only the people in the media and the government and at these pharmaceutical giants that are really dictating any of this. And it's it's sad. It's sad that we have no, we have no power in the situation other than making our own choices. But then we get shunned for our own choices. You nailed it. And here's the crazy thing: is like in Israel, we're they have a lot of data. A lot of the data shows that it wasn't helping in any way. It was hurting more people, actually. More people were getting hospitalized after they forced vaccinations. And the fact that the government did it to their own people, obviously the government did it to their own people everywhere. But you think oh, yeah. in Israel, they might you know, care a little bit more about their own people. There's that, a- it, that was the most interesting thing. Is, is Yeah, Israel was 100% vaccinated. And it was still spreading, and so it, uh, yeah, yeah. That that the crazy thing is like yeah, just like you said, they're hundred percent vaccinated. It's still spreading, and yet the narr and that was the other thing actually. Sorry, is uh, the the narrative change without ever admitting that they were wrong, where they'd go like, yeah, you actually need a mask because that's going to prevent the spread, and it's like, well, actually, you don't need a mask. You know, when we said you didn't need it is because we, you know, we needed more masks for the health worker. Oh, well, actually, it does work, though. You need an N95, though. <laughs> so, which the fucking one is it? And now, now, after all of that, there's still no consensus on it because it's been back and forth so many times. So you see some people, uh, you know, saying the masks are, are insane and that they don't do anything. And then you have some people walking down the sidewalk wearing masks. So there's such a crazy disconnect between both sides. Nobody actually knows what's right. They, they, people think they know, but you know, there's no. I don't even know. You don't know. You and, know. But we admit that we don't know, and we're just providing information for people to make their own informed decision on. And it's, those are the people I respect the most. People like you, where where you, you you know you'll give your insight and your ideas, but you admit that you don't know. That's how it should be. We don't know. Well, that's my thing. It's like I'm a free American, bro. If you're not hurting, like I understand the aspect. Like if I'm if I'm immunocompromised, and I'm a comedian, uh, I'm gonna probably just sit by myself with my mask while I'm at open mics. Uh, I might even message the the whoever runs the mic, just be like, "Hey, can you tell me what time my spot? Can you sign me up and tell me what time?" I'll just sit in my car until it's like right before my set, and then I'll go up, do my set, and leave so I don't get sick. But I'm not going to make yeah. everybody else have to compromise them or have to conform around for my illness. Exactly, because you're because you're a good person. Well, I mean, like, but like, like, if you have a peanut allergy, that's the other fucked up thing. Is like, if you have if you have a kid with a peanut, allergy, I understand if the ki- if the allergy is very very severe, that it could kill him. Like, yeah, you probably don't want every other kid on his lunch table eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But the fact that nobody can have a peanut butter in the school because one kid has an allergy. Yeah, yeah that's that's a good comparison. That's a very good comparison because that does that does kill people at about the same percent and the same rate that COVID kills. And and yet, but they're that's what they want us to do. They want us to keep on for the minority. We're going to make everybody have to conform for the minority. 
I mean, it's all, all about. I saw this. Uh, this is gonna side, kind of sidetrack. Not hopefully not too much, but it's it's about breaking up the family. I saw this this article, and I remember reading uh, stuff about this when I was in college, and I was doing my uh, term paper. I wanted to do my term paper on the prison system purposely breaks up the family household in order to create more prisoners. And what I mean by that is, um, studies have shown that. Single parent households where the father is the parent um, has similar outcomes as uh, far as children committing crimes as double parent households. But single parent households where the mother is the only one in charge has like three to five times more likely that your kids can end up uh, going to jail. Um, Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because the pe- the nature of the people that have that are living in the single parent mother household? Well, it's twofold. Or do you think there's some psychological thing between difference between having one dad or one mom? It's yeah, it's it's a little bit twofold. Like first of all, I think there's a little bit of a, a discipline aspect with the the male parent and the double parent versus just the female uh, parent. And I know that for sure um, that if you're especially if you're a male and you're going through puberty, you're very rebellious, and you can physically take your mother for the most part, where your father you may not be able to physically overtake, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, so you'll, yeah. you're less likely to follow the rules if they can't enforce the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is a lot of those single mother households, the father may also be incarcerated. And the reason, the double-ended reason is they got incarcerated and now they're going to have their kids get incarcerated because they're not there to discipline them and be around. Um, but but it's also, then they try to make it, this is the crazy part, which I'm only starting to realize now, is they try to make it seem like, hey, you can do everything on your own. Everybody, you can all do everything on your own. You don't really need other people. You got technology. Mm-hmm. Fucking bro. If I want to, I can go ahead and bust in an egg and have a baby without a woman. They could just be grown in a, in a lab or whatever. Oh, yeah, in a Petri dish. Absolutely. And if you want to know any piece of information, you no longer have to ask your parents why the sky's blue. You can just go to the Internet. Yep. And, well, that, that's the other thing. So, first of all, they break up the family so that the mother and the father are both working so the kid can get taught by, by the Internet that's being censored, as we already know. Uh, and the school system that's indoctrinating them in other ways. So it's like they really do want to break the family up as much as possible because if the much is the here's the crazy thing, right? So you're in school and you're taught X, Y, Z about something that your family doesn't believe in. And now you don't know who to believe. Who's right? The teachers who are supposed to teach you or your parents. And so now yeah. you might think, oh, actually, yeah, dad, you're wrong. Actually, there's 19 genders. Huh, you're so dumb. You think there's only two? <laughs> oh god don't even get me started on that we could do a whole episode on, on number of genders dude you know what we're gonna do then um we'll, we we can we could wrap this second this second little segment up yeah uh, but this is a bonus i enjoyed this I when, love when it. we're it's not fun. thinking when i'm not thinking about how we're recording a podcast for people and we're just having a conversation i feel like we we just do it we it's a lot more fluid for some reason and that <laughs> That's something I always like. We we talk a lot, you know. You can tell your viewers. We and I, I every time we're on the phone, we always have a great conversation, and it always goes off in a million tangents. So it's hard to <laughs> thanks it's hard to, to market something like that. But it's just it's it's always one of the best parts of my day. 
Well, that's but why. I appreciate you for that. Oh, absolutely. Brother, you know what we're going to do is we're just going to have to start recording more of these and just dropping them eventually as a, just a separate podcast or a spinoff. Or even if it doesn't end up doing that, just you're going to be a, a, a more occurring guest because, yeah, I agree with you, dude. Like, it, you know what I hated about doing the podcast during the pandemic is everybody wanted to do a podcast, but nobody wanted to start one. So a lot of people would ask me to if they can go on my podcast, but they never even listened to it. And we don't have chemistry together. And then I was like, well, these are the worst episodes ever. But with you, it's the yeah. opposite. I know you. We're kind of aligned in thinking you've been in the podcast game. You kind of know what work goes into it and what you have to do. And so I think that, you know, for sure, I want to do something with you in the future, like in the very near future. There's going to be some kind of either spinoff or, or we're just going to have you on here. Um, more often and we can just talk about these topics and shit but I, i'm fucking absolutely yeah like you said dude you and i bro and i'm telling the listeners now every time luke calls me i don't i don't expect to be on the phone for as long and when i end hang up the call i'm like holy shit it's been this long <laughs> like it just <laughs> flew by like when you yeah. call me during my work shift and and i don't have any crazy hectic shit that i have to handle my shift flies <laughs> oh same thing like, i'll call you on my lunch break and i'm like oh i'm, I'm a half hour late for lunch it's just it's it just it's so it's so nice so fluid and, and we we think a lot and not we're not always on the same page with everything and i like that because we're we're open to each other's opinions you know we hear each other out even if in the back of your mind you're like wow this is a crazy thing that he's saying You'll give it. You'll give it a minute to, to listen. Well, that's what I think. What you just said is is so important. Is that even if we disagree, we allow each other to believe what we what. I, you can believe whatever you want. It doesn't hurt me if you think the Earth is flat or you think the Earth is round or, or you're not sure. Like that doesn't fucking bother me. But other people, dude, because of the fact that we even brought this up, I, I Ham, you know, I'm talking about you. Uh, one of my wise men, uh, he <laughs> he always sends me. Or he he stopped at least, thank God. But he kept sending me this like meetup for a flat Earth at this one bar because he thought just because I mentioned it on my podcast that I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so I always get these like flat Earth meetup invitations. There's one thing that is, and and believing it and then going to a bar to talk to other people about it. Those are two different things too. Even if you did buy into it, that's like because when when you're going to meet people about it, that's when you like you're telling yourself it's the absolute truth. And yes. I would never do that with something like that conspiracy. Nine Eleven—that's a different story. Like I've—I know so I know enough about that where I, you know, I know what I know, and uh, nobody can ever change my mind with that. But flat Earth, you know, I, I'm always open to discussion. But I'm not going to go to a bar and talk to a bunch of drunks about it. No, <laughs> neither gonna, are you. We're just going to talk about so it. Tell Ham. On, we're just going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're only going to talk about it to my dozens and dozens of podcast listeners at this time dozens and dozens but soon millions and millions oh absolutely once you ditch jamie and get some better producer well i think jamie like joe rogan's jamie just needs to fucking i don't know how long is joe gonna do this shit man you know you can't do it forever he's gonna, no he's gonna i i think a couple more years he'll call it quits because it he's i think he's hit a curve He's uncancelable. That's absolutely true. And he'll never, he'll always have a, a platform now. Like there's always people that'll listen to him. But at some point, I think like you've done it so much. Like I think first he'll step back and do it less and less, and then eventually just just fade because it, it's 
it's I, I can't imagine wanting to do that the rest of your life. And if you do, God bless him. I mean, but wow, I, but. you know what's funny is as you said that, I'm like, but what's he really doing? Just having great conversation, like. He, I think yeah, yeah that's I, true. I think at the end it'll go out the way it started. It'll just be him with his friends having a good time and recording it. Yeah. Just because and, he and knows getting, he's gonna get sponsors for it. <laughs> exactly. And waiting until the good the really good guests come on with groundbreaking stuff. Like the last one I really liked is that Graham Hancock guy who was promoting his show about um Oh yeah. Different different ancient people's theories, and when people like that come on, that's when I I don't you know I'm not really a big big listener anymore. I I think when I was younger, like many many people our age, um, we like religiously listened to it. That's how we got all our ideas about weed and psychedelics. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you tried DMT? Have you tried DMT on elk, man? He really like he he really changed the generation's views on a lot of things. You know, like he. Uh, inadvertently i think just he he impacted people just as much as uh like the tv did oh because people turned off the tv and and turned him on that was really like and and now that's that's where we are like you can say me or you got a spot on jimmy fallon like so what (laughs) you know (laughs) like people don't even care about that anymore you know you know you're sitting with rogan the only people are going to care are the people who are already listening to you when you share that clip in your whatever social media platform but you're not going to get new people true if you go on ari shafir went on uh joe rogan to promote his uh by the way check out his new special on youtube entitled jew Oh, that's the one we saw in person together. It was. We were there for the taping. You can hear my cackling laugh in parts of the show. Um, <laughs> and and uh, he had just under 2 million views, I want to say, before he went on Joe's podcast. And then after Joe's podcast, he got to like uh, 5 or 6 million, just like the alleged amount of people. Oh, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Where, <laughs> where, um, where can you find that? Actually, is that on Netflix or, or YouTube? It's YouTube. It's free oh, yeah, on YouTube. I, I might show my lady that she needs a good laugh, and she's Jewish, so I think maybe I'll show her that. It's a really good special, and I think she would enjoy it. Um, and and my point was pretty much just like the power of. Oh, here's another one. Tim Dillon, he recorded an episode of his podcast at Joe Rogan's studio, and he titled it uh, J or Joe Rogan Experience 300. <laughs> yep. And yep. and he got like a million views within 24 hours because everybody's like Joe Rogan's back on on uh, on YouTube like what <laughs> genius idea as long as like Rogan okayed it which he must have oh that's, yeah it's so smart you know Damn. yeah but that's uh that's why like everything is possible with hard work like you know Lamar Lee right the Philly yeah. comic um so on the 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 Joe Rogan with Shane Gillis. He met Lemare. Joe Rogan met Lemare. And because Rogan's like, oh, what do you think about the Saudi Arabian, uh, Saudi Arabia buying up uh, the, the WWE? And then Shangil is like, well, Joe, I don't really watch wrestling, but, you know, you were in the green room with Lemare. And he goes, oh, yeah, Lemare and Tony Hinchcliffe were not happy about that. I was like, what the fuck? That's so <laughs> dope. You got to be in the green room with Joe Rogan. And I know Lemare. Wow. And he's such a nice That's, guy and such a hard worker. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, to see that, like, yo, if you don't stop grinding, it'll happen. That's two degrees of separation between you and him. Bro, I pretty much have Joe Rogan's <laughs> phone number. That's right. I could just text Lemare <laughs> and Lemare has to forward it to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, watch out. 
I can't wait till your name gets dropped. Dude, I can't wait until you and I, uh, we have our our own whatever fucking we call our podcast, and it becomes so big that we end up going on Joe Rogan's podcast. Both of us. Yeah. I give it a year. I say I say by 2024, 100%, especially if I delve into a little bit of the political shit so we can get viewers that way. We stay with the conspiratorial, and you keep us on the funny road. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your job. That's your, what if we do? We should do like a live stream, I think. We should do a live stream like two nights a week. I think that would be – because it's nice to have a chat. It's like I think we could really do a lot of things. I've always wanted to have like – Little subsections where we like we prank call places. I, the prank call is uh, underrated. Uh, underrated, and it, it used to it used to be the thing, you know. Morning radio, it used to be the thing to, and it's the entertainment value is still there. I don't care what anyone. Who says. do you if prank you put call? Put together though? a good one, huh? Who do you prank call these days, though? Oh, these days I'd say like business. establishments, businesses, absolutely. It, it, but if you have like a good. You know, like if, if you were to call customer service at Wayfair or something and, and say that, that you you have a you know a two year old uh, Asian boy or something that showed up with your cabinet. He's five you and know, he's some... Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's seven. I'm sorry, he's seven. He corrected. <laughs> That's true. Jamie's seven. He put up what he, a, what he a, put up five fingers and then two fingers. You must have named him yourself then, because that's not a Hispanic Oh yeah, no, no. Name. He he didn't have he came unnamed. He didn't even know his own name. <laughs> oh no! It's not Jorge. Stop saying Jorge. <laughs> not your name, Jamie. <laughs> it's like Jorge. Ay, Dios mío, Yusef. Do I have to go back to oh, the closet? <laughs> well, Yusef, this yeah, this has been this has been a great experience, and we definitely uh, I'm I'm looking forward to our podcast. And anytime you want me back, man, this is wonderful. I'd love to be back. Hell yeah, dude. We're going to we're going to figure out a clever name that kind of rips off Joe Rogan podcast or Joe Rogan experience and and that's going to also be our way to get to propel. We're just going to instead of having Joe Rogan's face with the eye in the middle, it's going to be half your face, half my face. There we go. <laughs> we'll call it the, <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll call it Luke Rothschild's experiment. And it's LRE <laughs> instead of JRE. J and L look pretty close. We should put our name the Yusef Rothschild experience. Oh, that might work too. <clears throat> I don't mind that at all. But yeah, man, this was a lot of fun, and I'm definitely going to take you up on that. We'll definitely we'll, we'll live stream. We'll throw it up on YouTube. So check out uh, Yusef Goff on YouTube, and check out Luke Rothschild on. Is it Luke Rothschild on Luke, on YouTube for yours? Um, on YouTube, I got to get back on YouTube. Um, it, it will be Luke Rothschild on YouTube as of the time your listeners are listening to this. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then we'll just fucking we'll start throwing them up on our YouTube. Fuck it. Why not? Absolutely. That would yeah. be great. All right. Well, everybody. Do your best to cut out the spot before when I was, uh, when I was um, unattentive when you were going over movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that part a little bit. Nah, it's My fine. Man. You know what it was? Is I, I wasn't sure if you were on mute and you were either doing something, and then you're like, no, I can hear uh, you. Yeah, and I was, I was like, just taking care of something real quick. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's fine, dude. I just did my like, – I just did my – what it turned out if it felt a little awkward for you that's what happens when i have to podcast in public which i didn't realize i get nervous doing oh yeah <laughs> much different i did a podcast where i walked around my, like the intro i walked around my uh my complex like holding my recorder and the microphone and my headphones and every time yeah. somebody walked past me i just felt super nervous <laughs> even though they're probably like more like why does this guy have so many wires yeah, they're more worried, scared of you than you are. 
like a bear. Is he a ghost hunter uh, or something? If that's power in numbers, you know, if, if two or three people are walking around with the, with equipment, then you know, then you can be like, "Why are you weird? You're not." Yeah. You don't why are you not plugged in? Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 power in numbers. I'm excited for our future, man. We got to keep doing this uh, collaboration stuff. I really really enjoy it. Hell yeah, brother! All right, well. I'm going to let you let me go because I'm going to go do some prayers real quick because it's uh, sunset. I think it's almost time for my last couple oh, prayers to do. Um, Got to stay in Allah's good graces. Dude, honestly, it, it does help relieve anxiety just because I have to focus on praying correctly. So I can't focus on anything else that, that gives me anxiety. So it helps a little bit. Right afterwards, it That's can come good. right back. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but at least no, for a couple nice moments. in your life. Yeah. Nice to have it. Let me thank your listeners. Thank you, Piss Golf listeners, for uh, sticking through the episode. Hell and yeah. uh, definitely, if you like having me on, let Yusef know, and I'll be back. Hell yeah, guy, bro. I'm sorry, and you know what? Don't let me know that because he was on that we didn't do World Star Corner. Because go fuck yourself. You can go on, on World Star yourself. Um, but also, <laughs> this was way more fun, and now I don't have to do extra time and record World Star Corner. So thank you, also, Luke. <laughs> definitely give oh, him a pleasure. Show him you love him. Message him on Instagram or something. Be like, yeah, I, I heard you from Yusef's podcast. You were great. We want you back. Let him know. Don't just let me know. But also, if you want, to let me know. Oh yeah. <clears throat> It's at Yusuf Kaufman. Even if you hated me, I'm lonely, so let me know. Let him know. Say I hate you. And we'll sh- start a conversation. Yeah, exactly. If you love it, share it with a friend. If you hate it, share it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that line. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. This has been an amazing episode, and uh, we'll see you next week, inshallah, God willing. Peace. Peace.